0: we're talking about with this dang game
1: <laughs> yeah there's a lot going on a lot of moving pieces and the,
0: yeah this feels like the hardest game to talk about in a really in-depth fashion in a way because of like how many things the game assumes and the way that it gives you information and relays plot it, it feels difficult to pry into
1: it's also kind of the easiest because literally all the source material is just right there for us like we can lit- like i i have been dipping more into the data logs and i'm like oh that's actually <laughs> yeah. really sick oh this character they gave a little more flavor text and he's fucking awesome and i love him like
0: yeah Actually, we probably don't even need to like talk about the game as we play yeah. it. We could just have a data log review once a week, and like that would just give because like, we would just talk about like the episode recaps, like that are in the data
2: logs, and then just be like, "Yeah, there's the information." Yeah, Final Fantasy Thirteen is my favorite fancy novel It comes packaged with a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
1: We're gonna um, we're we're really gonna just sell out and release like, like the, the Cimmerillion. the every FNFF. <laughs> Uh, season six or whatever we're on uh, <laughs> compendium, and it's literally just us reading every entry of the data logs in like sequential order. <laughs> we do a tiny little bit of research of how to piece it all together in terms of like how it makes a cohesive story in the most interesting <laughs> way. <laughs> right. But... Right.
2: Man, if they release the Ultimania on audiobook, I would love that.
1: Oh, that's right. It's called the Ultimania. We're we're gonna do the Hyrule Historia for Final Fantasy. Definitely doesn't <laughs> exist. Anytime I'm in a bookstore, I like, I see those and I'm like, fuck, I should probably buy this. This one has, uh, seven, eight and nine in it. That sounds really good. And then it's, I see it's like 50 bucks. I'm like, uh, oh, it's just going to sit, sit on my bookshelf. I, I can't buy it right now.
0: <laughs> make sure to, uh, make sure to buy the FF 13 Datalog compendium on audible.com.
1: <laughs> you can listen to it while sleeping on your Casper mattress. <laughs> That's right. Also manscaping. <laughs> we got
2: offers to promote that did we really get
1: uh, Manscaped yeah Yeah. I'm not surprised dude I was watching fucking I was at the bar the other night like um, just on a date with my fiance and they had I was actually pretty happy it wasn't golf for the first time in like weeks and they had ESPN 8 The Ocho <laughs> on a real Is thing real? it's a real thing they they did it as it's not
0: just a joke from dodgeball it or started
1: as that i did the deep lore dive on espn 8 the ocho and it started as that it was just that joke for that movie and during the pandemic um or like just before the pandemic they were like okay well we want to do a showcase of more weird sports so let's just create another channel and let's pay homage to uh dodgeball and call it the ocho But we were watching this one fucking, it was like the, it was actually the dodgeball, uh, world championships and they had like a manscaping like uh banner on the side like just off in the distance because it's like yeah these, these motherfuckers will sponsor anything
0: that's amazing they had a
1: sport called omega ball which just seemed like a fall guys game where it's like a circle <laughs> but it's three soccer teams at once <laughs> i think that one also had the manscaping thing
2: oh they ripped off splatoon three i got you
1: yeah fuckers
2: <laughs> this is the every F podcast your premier Children of Bodom fan cast.
0: <laughs> I'm Alex. So Splatoon 3 looks really good, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm Carl. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. And today, what the hell are we talking about? Lightning and the others leave snow behind with Crystallized Sarah. As they continue their flight across the glassy expanse of Lake Prussia, the four companions spy a large contingent of sanctum soldiers.
3: I hate it when
2: that happens. <laughs> I hate it when they bring in a large contingent of sanctum soldiers.
0: So is
1: that the uh, the dialogue that shows up when you load into the game? Um, I'm not
2: sure if it's before or after the next cutscene.
1: Yeah, so like if you if you like save the game, I think we've talked about it before. But you save the game and you go back in, it gives you a little recap of what happened uh, the last time you were playing.
2: It basically just plays back the uh, the last event data log that you unlocked.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can read these in the data logs as well. Like literally everything in this game. Um, but the interesting thing about this that I've noticed is that I cannot fucking read fast enough for how quickly these like blurs <laughs> come in. Because
2: maybe our game just loads too fast.
1: It might be that, but I don't. know. Well, you get an
0: option. You, you doesn't. It doesn't load until you press start or, okay.
2: or whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It, like, I'm like, did someone fucking install an SSD on this thing so the load times are really good? <laughs> like, I'm so confused. All right, um, you're playing on PS3. Yeah, I'm, I'm just playing on a straight up PS3, and uh, or maybe it was just like. They
2: kept the speed the same, but when they localized the English, so it was like faster to read in Japanese.
1: Yeah, something like that. But I, you know, I've been I've been streaming my playthrough of it as well, so I've been trying to like read, kind of give a little dramatic flair to it, so it's not just me like monotone doing it. And I start doing that, and I'm like, oh no 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 no, it's disappearing. I I, I need to hurry up. And then I've been trying to read as fast as possible now, <laughs> and I still don't read it fast enough. So. I think it's just more that I'm. Episode dumb nine,
0: and- Palpatine lives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Scra- <laughs> Chapter three, Scrappy Doo has been found dead in Miami. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Scrappy Doo the Falci.
1: Well, <foul> <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, where we left off, um, the 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 party just we left. Just left
2: Snow to dig out his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, not in like a euphemism type of way but in a minecraft uh, wholesome kind of way where he's not leaving her side she's a big crystal stuck in a crystal lake and he's using uh what looks like the worst tool for the job
2: <laughs> yeah um if you had a bunch of grenades this would be a lot faster
1: yeah seriously where does
0: grenades go i i did look i did look this time when i was playing through this section i was like surely not surely he still has his trusty grenades he does not he does not mm-hmm. he dropped those.
1: but um we we also get a prompt that i can't remember if we talked about but uh i think i think this happened once like this prompt came up but it didn't actually effectively happen where it says battle team changed and now we have yes. uh and it shows like arrows p- pointing and it says in so like the people who joined your party now it's a uh, lightning vanille and says and it shows their roles uh for the paradigm that they're in all um, oh, right, right, Which is a pretty nice little cool feature. I, I, I like that. I think that's cool.
0: Yeah. And you can take time to make new paradigms with them, even though you're, like, limited on uh, jobs right now. Are they not jobs? What they? Roles, roles I think. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're limited on roles right now. I think each character only has two three max, but, um, you still can make different paradigms for them. Yeah, out of the gate here. I
1: think you you gave the pro tip last time of doubling up your paradigm so you can get that you, nice. You can double up ATB yeah. refresh, which I have also been doing, and I'm like, it seems like this is a necessary part of the game because <laughs> some of these yeah, battles get yeah. pretty tricky, and like just waiting around for the ATV does not seem like what the game wants you to do.
0: The- there are a couple battles in here that I will admit I refused to heal on. I was like, no, I don't need to heal. That's that's ruining my speed. So I would just die and take the retry and be like, no, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it without healing. It's going to save me like three seconds.
1: That's like me. Anytime I'm speed running Dark Souls, I'm like, well, I took a little bit of fall damage. So I'm now in a range where I will get one shot by the next boss. If I don't kill it, I don't need to heal. And then I fucking just eat shit immediately.
2: <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting to dip into the crystarium.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's really fun to do. Oh yeah, really you got, a, you to got a
0: dippy in that. What's interesting too is you see it in this chapter, and you'll see it in pretty much every chapter until, uh, until a point in the game later, that the Crystarium kind of ends at a certain point. It doesn't have like an infinite amount of stats that you can pump into your characters. And during the section, if you fight every single battle from here until the next major boss, you'll pretty much have exactly enough points to fill up every single stat orb on the way. Like, you'll pretty much max the, the Crystarium out. Um, yeah. So So it kind of, like... Blocks you a little bit from becoming like quote unquote over leveled. Like it'll stop you and be like, no, now you're maxed out. You can't have any more stat points until you get to the next section. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Mm. And you can yeah.
1: you can keep um, accruing the uh, the CP the crystal points yeah. or whatever they're called, um, but. Um, you just can't use them on anything. And what's nice is on the first screen, uh, it will show you exactly how many like HP crystals you need to unlock. You'll say It says yeah. you have like lightning yeah. as two out of five unlocked in this role or, you know, uh, strength upgrades and stuff. So it's a nice little overview to just be like, oh, okay, yeah, I haven't looked at this character in a while and I can see that I already leveled them up or here's what I need to focus on now.
0: Right. Did you all, uh, I assume you all got the attack ruin for lightning? Yeah. Did you see that? That's pretty cool. Where she, like, throws, like, a darkness orb, like, <laughs> out. And it's, it's a commando skill, but it's, like, magic-based.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, is it, uh, ice attack? Or I guess it, it might be depending on what element.
0: I think it's elementally neutral.
1: Or, like, okay. It, I was thinking it might be, like, a, I, if I remember correctly, I think snow might have had that. I could be misremembering, but I thought that it was, like, mm. an ice attack for snow. But I'm wondering if it has, like, an elemental affinity for the character that you're playing.
0: Mm. Mmm, I don't believe lightnings does at least but I know that you can't you can uh, Later in the game, we don't have this ability yet, but later in the game you can change your uh, Elementally neutral attacks alignments so you can cause all of your attacks to become a certain element
1: or another one much like the uh, new system that they're introducing in Pokemon Scarlet and violet
2: Oh, interesting. Oh, is that part
1: of it? Oh yeah. Did you not hear about terraforming or whatever it is? No. <laughs> yeah, you can turn Pokemon into other uh, other elements. So there's like an what? EV, yeah, there's like a lightning Eevee and uh, there's like an ice. Oh, yeah, EV, it's called Jolteon. So- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, but uh, it's it's the best part about it is that it transforms the Pokemon and gives them a cute little hat.
0: Oh, I do love putting a cute little hat on a Pokemon.
1: Shoutouts to uh, the Daycare Dittos podcast, who is constantly shouting us out, and we should probably reciprocate. Uh, they talked about it at, uh, pretty much in length in um, their episode about Eevee that came out recently.
2: terastall That does sound like an FF13 thing.
1: Yeah, seriously. like I can't keep up with all these goddamn fucking...
2: <laughs> yeah, Eevee looks like she has a fucking ring pop on its head but, <laughs> well the best kind of little hat would be
0: a very tiny little chocobo chick that Saz has on his head
1: you are right it is non-elemental I, I'm probably thinking I, I'm, I'm conflating it with uh, like the strike attacks that you can get where there's like
0: yeah, flame strike and ice strike.
1: strike and all that yeah
0: <laughs> iced strike, yeah. Iced.
1: Whom's amongst us doesn't love an, an iced strike? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, a, that's what I get in the morning when I go to Dunkin' Donuts. I ask them for one iced, that's iced like strike. like a mint
2: flavored cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious.
1: Cool. But um, this, this area, uh, you know, we're just continuing along the path that we're, we're heading um, away from the, the vestige, And uh, yeah. there, there's a save point here, you know, the, the typical fair. We're walking across some of the, the fallen, uh, what were they called, trussways?
2: Yeah. I yeah. think we eventually, yeah, there's like, it gets more and more mangled. And we can actually come across a uh, what looks like a suspension cable from either the trussway or one I of the... I love this. They might be even like what was holding the big pods. I almost want to call maybe. them the cocoons inside cocoon, um in a hanging edge that weren't the vestige. It could be, yeah. Or actually, you know,
0: I'm looking at it right now, and the the cables, the the thick cables that we're talking about, that we actually run across this chasm on, are on the other end attached to part of the trussway. Okay. So I guess maybe in some way they were. Connected sure,
2: everything was hanging from cables.
0: Or... From the
1: hanging <laughs> edge. Yeah,
2: it's got it right in the name. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there, there's some nice incidental dialogue that's kind of happening um, as you're walking by. Like, Vanille and Saz are talking, and Vanille's like, oh, like, maybe we shouldn't have left that guy by himself. And uh, <laughs> Saz is just like, yeah, I guess all we can do now is pray that he makes it out okay, which I found very funny.
3: <laughs> like, S-
1: Saz is sending him his thoughts and prayers.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, I tried. it tried to get him to come with us. but Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, li- I like when we uh when we walk across those tubes. There's some incidental dialogue as well where uh Saz will go, okay. Saz says, All right, do not shake the slippery tube. Are we all cool on this? Do not shake the slippery tube. <laughs> I guess he's running across. <laughs> it's very funny. And he kinda like goes a little slower. Vanille runs across it, she's like not having any problems at all. Yeah. Um, most people don't.
1: Yeah, and she's, yeah. Like, she's like, hey, it's only scary if you look down. Um, A little before yeah. we get there, too, uh, Vanille is just kind of like, oh, I hope Snow's okay. I mean, I'm sure this is probably all yeah. dialogue that you could skip as well if you're just kind of like beelining right through and not, you know, letting them. I, I don't know if it's necessarily like a time based thing or if it's uh, you hit certain like points on the map. It seemed to me like it was like the longer you kind of idle or if you're backtracking or something, they'll be like, oh, here's some dialogue to like try and move you forward a little bit. Yeah, but, I
2: noticed uh, later there are some points where like characters will run ahead to investigate something and then say something. Yeah. Or, or hang back too it's
1: just cool anytime that's happened for me uh usually like uh, i think there's been a couple of instances of them being like whoa check that out and you see something cool happening in the distance uh but i'm just walking around exploring these mostly empty areas to like get a feel for what what the area looks like and it's just like oh well i missed whatever they were talking about
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that do happen so we're two walking
1: yeah, we can get we can get a couple of items around here as well. There's yeah. not really too many like branching paths. Like there's some that like there's paths that are like parallel to one another. The one on the left leads to a chest, the one on the right is further down, you know, towards our destination. Right, right. Or
2: sometimes, yeah, there's off uh, off the beaten path, you'll find, uh, yeah, one of those, che- I guess we're saying them, they're chests, but yeah, they're like those item Pokeballs.
1: Yeah, so we get yeah. like some gill.
2: With bases around base
1: bass, the Russian
2: bass, <laughs> the bass. and the Bloodfang uh, bass. Did you
1: guys Ram. get the uh, the Deneb Duelers? Yes. Which are some definitely. sick-ass fucking guns for Saz. Ooh. Yep. And I think those, those
0: improve his uh, magic
1: attack. I, I think so, yeah. All the items here yeah. you know, kind of change your build from uh, a physical one to a more magic-based one.
0: Right, which makes sense, especially for Vanille and Saz right now, seeing as they don't have Commando. Right. They only have Ravager.
1: Yeah, and they um, it, 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 they look cool as shit, too. If, if I'm not mistaken, these are like the cool yellow guns that he yeah. has. Yeah. Where they almost look like, like flare like guns. They're solid yellow. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. real nice looking.
0: This ain't your... Church picnic flare gun firing Flanders.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, oh, yeah. They do look like tasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're real sick. But eventually we come to another chasm, right? And there's that, like, there's a crash ship. There's a crash ship nearby. And if you try to walk across the chasm, you'll find at the end of that little bridge, which is a bridge, it's just part of the trussway that's just so happened to have conveniently fallen in between this chasm, right? And if you walk to the other end, there's a giant ice wall that blocks it off. And the party's like, okay, we have to turn around and figure out something else. There has to be some other way to get across this. Yeah,
1: They're like, we are in a video game. There must be some sort of video game type thing that we can do (laughs) in order to get there. Um, I didn't even walk forward at first. I think I saw the thing that you have to interact with. And I was like, hey, there's an interact button here. Let me hit it. And uh, what you interact with is a fallen, um, like, Star Fox ship that's kind of just sitting there. Uh, (laughs) It
2: looks kind of like the... Swordfish from uh, Cowboy Bebop that spike flies. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the like painted white. Um, But you hit that and I think it just it it fires a rocket at the wall.
2: Uh,
0: It's it's literally machine gun bullets, not even a rocket. It's it's crazy how this works. There's two things that are very odd about this to make it fire. It's machine gun bullets. Lightning just jumps up and hits it with the sword. And then it just starts firing bullets and takes down an entire ice wall. So I was like, those are two improbable things back to back, but that's yeah, okay.
1: I'm here for it. It's it's lightning doing it. it, so I'm like, hell yeah. It's just like the regiment
2: pinatas <laughs> they used to do. <laughs> <laughs> you whack it and bolts come, come out.
1: Yeah, we, we got a, a shit ton of enemies. Um, I thought they were going like, so to try like,
2: fix to fix this ship up because like, oh, look at this nice little ship that's here. We can dig it out and uh, make it work, and then they just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna whack it. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite trope in uh in in a anime and movies when someone rips off the gun part of a like a robot. Oh yeah, and oh, they yeah. just fire it like there's no trigger or thing. Unless, like I think there's like one time I've seen someone like they short it to like fire it themselves, but like so he's like, how do you control it now that you've ripped? Yeah, it's it? like it's <laughs>
0: it's got to be
1: software based, right? Like you just
0: hit it with a sword. That's how it always works. Pop pop.
1: Um, Listen, I have never, I have never struck a Gatling gun or a machine gun with a cool gun blade, so I, who, I, I can't say, can you know, like, with any kind of confidence that that doesn't work.
0: I think it's time we took a podcast trip to a old war museum and tried it ourselves. <laughs> exactly.
1: I do have a gun blade. It's a Final Fantasy VIII gun blade, so it might not be the, you not the perfect compatible. case, but yeah. If
0: you have a Gatling gun in your house, listener, let us know, we'll come over and hit it with Carl's gun blade. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, but we can kind of just run forward now after clearing out all those bass assholes. Yeah,
0: there's so many on that bridge, too. Yeah, it's not...
1: Real froggy out here. It's not that difficult (laughs) of a fight, but it is pretty tedious.
0: Yeah. They they, they die real quick, but again, if they all, like, all of them zero in on lightning, they can take her out pretty fast. Yeah, it can can get hairy.
1: I think this might just be another, like, hey, do you know how to use the paradigm shifts? Like, it might just be yeah. a paradigm check to be like, hey, if you're only in the offensive one, you might have a really tough time with this. Because I know that people
0: do try to skip this encounter on
1: speedruns, and
0: it's apparently an incredibly harrowing one uh, just yeah. because of how many enemies are on the bridge at once. So, like, it's very, very difficult to do. Because, like, looking at it, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way you could do this. But I've seen people do it before. Where like, the, I think this is, like, a camera control one and stuff like that. Too. Oh, that's
1: pretty sick. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. But... It's not too bad. We uh, go ahead and we get a, um we see a familiar four-legged face. That's not how that goes. <laughs> it it's the be. Alpha Behemoth from uh, Hanging Edge. Oh, that's right.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, is it the same one?
1: He's, I'm not sure. I don't remember what color the last one was. Yeah, this one's green. Look. It's got, got like the military green going. You can back attack
0: it, which makes this battle very different.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you back attack it or, or get the preemptive strike, that just... Probably immediately fills up its stagger uh, bar, right? You're
0: pretty much all the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we get another tutorial on uh,
2: battle mm-hmm. commands. This is okay. So we fought on uh, Hanging Edge the Beta Behemoth. That's the Beta Force, remember? Mm-hmm. And this is the Alpha. Nice. Okay, got you, big boy.
1: We're making our way slowly to the the Sigma, who is the most powerful of them all because he reads books.
0: <laughs> so behemoth for classes, um, but yeah, yeah. So this this tutorial will teach you about Libra and the Libra scope,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh,
0: which is a technique. Actually, does it? It teaches you about techniques in total, right? Like it also tells yeah, you yeah. Just is. the whole
1: uh, technique um, system. So with techniques, uh, there's a whole separate bar for it. It's not like ATB. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's underneath it. There's I think around like five ish, uh, like segmented parts of a meter that um, allow it's you. It's a to-
2: toilet paper bar.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. TV bar. <laughs> um, it lets you uh, use certain techniques that will expend some of that uh, that meter.
2: It's kind of yeah. it rewards you for I think saving up more because the first few bars are much smaller than the later bars. I think. So. I think
1: it's more so it takes longer to um, accrue enough uh, oh. of the meter because uh, the meter fills at the end of a battle, I believe, right? Or if you're using certain. Um, certain attacks?
2: I believe that's right, but I should look that up. Yeah, that would make more sense if it was just like, oh yeah, it's easy to accrue too but like you're gonna yeah, have to, like, and- really wait a long time for the extra like four stack up.
1: Yeah, and and the bar is only under the party leader's name, so it's not like every single um, person, which, I mean, makes sense. We only have control of the leader. I was just thinking, like, oh, yeah, we can't, for Saz, like, use a technique while... And I'm like, wait, I can't do that with any of the characters, so of course.
0: Okay, so at the end of battle is when you get your TP back and it is a function of your rank and the level of the enemy. Um,
2: Almost like a I don't know disposable experience.
0: It kind of yeah, and then yeah, you basically just build it up. You just feel you you uh whiff a couple punches on knockdown to build meters so you can do reuse special hadoken. Um, <laughs> 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 That's a good joke. You just have to trust me on that one. Uh, <laughs> I, I understand um, that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So basically, as as you uh, do well in battles, you accrue TP, which allows you to use these special one-off uh, abilities that um. Once you're out of TP for the battle, you're out of TP for the battle, and that's it, right? Yeah. Um, but they're, like, kind of little weirdsy things. And, and if I don't remember exactly, but I don't think there's very many of them. And I think that a lot of them we accrue halfway to the end game, like, sure. a little bit later. Right now, I think Libra is really the only one that we have. I believe Quake is in there? Like, later we actually get, like, an Earth attack, and I think Quake is a technique instead of Maybe. a skill.
1: Um, I know so far we have only seen Libra, which is, you know, it's it's useful. Um, It it gives you more information about the uh, the bosses. And like we were talking on a previous episode, if you have more information about an enemy, your team will also have more information about them. So they'll be like, oh, it has this elemental weakness. I'm going to focus this magic in this role on them.
0: Right. Which is very handy. Yeah, so it, um, it makes
1: it makes the scan technique or the Libra technique from other Final Fantasy games even more useful here. It's not even right. just like, oh well I can just look this up on the wiki and and know exactly what I'm up against. Like you actually want to use this in a lot of situations. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah. Uh Y'all have any trouble with this? No, I I got the I got the jump on it, so I was able to um get its stagger gauge all the way up pretty fast. And after that I was able to take it out before the stagger gauge even went out, so it was only a couple seconds long battle. Um, but I know that it can hit like a truck, though. It can fuck you up.
1: It has a charge attack that I don't think I saw anything with. Because um, I was able to just get him into stagger. I, I did not get the preemptive strike, but um, I was able to get him into stagger and, and take him down before he could actually get to 100% of that charge attack. Mm. How about you, Alex? Did you have any trouble?
2: Mm, not really. I don't actually... Uh, no, I don't know. I don't
0: remember. How okay. We <laughs> so... Once it charges all the way, uh, it will go into a mode called extermination mode, oh, shit. which allows it to use the attack heave, which oh, will yeah. do enough damage to just one hit KO a party member.
1: I think we've seen oh. not just another Final Fantasies, but earlier we may have seen the heave weapon from the uh, the beta behemoth, which did yeah. a lot of damage then as well. Yeah.
2: But yeah, this one can't do it until you get there. Thinking of it from 10 when they flint you up in the air
1: now
0: i do know so we'll have to keep it we'll have to keep an eye out for it because i know that extermination mode does different things for different behemoths later so interesting probably in the future instead of like just nailing through the battle like i've been doing i'll probably actually want to kind of like wait and let enemies do their thing just so we can talk about it
2: more yeah i'm gonna try to do that too good
0: good but yeah so he goes down not too big of a deal especially if you get that stagger you get a begrimed claw
1: yeah, Which you can is also get a, a way I
0: really like to describe things.
1: You can also get a, a bestial claw, uh, but that is like a five percent drop.
0: Oh, or a nice! Bestial, um, I guess I, maybe. Yeah, I don't think I got that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the that's the rare drop. You're very you're pretty likely to get the uh, the begrimed one,
0: but uh, gotcha. yeah, it's
1: just a uh, one of these like upgrade materials, presumably I think. Old grimy. Old grimy, as he liked to be called.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but right after this hey there's another cutscene.
1: yeah we come um, up to a precipice
2: and see this very uh shiny looking uh ship i thought it was another fucking vestige at first i was like what the fuck is this is that a foul sea is that a vestige
0: but no it is a ship it just it's, uh very is golden shades, very and uh odd.
2: a lot of curves on it which makes it seem very high upper class i don't know it looks looks very important
0: it's wild yeah you're right it's golden and there's there's parts of it that are kind of like translucent and those translucent sections have like red runes scrolling around on them it's it's very oh, interesting yeah.
2: it's like it's kind of like a magical circuit board yeah or, like, or giant yeah. solar panels that are kind of shaped like uh you know parts of like a vinyl record yeah yeah. yeah,
1: and I think um, before we get to that, we also have a little bit of dialogue from Saz that um, kind of explains what's going on, because we see a lot of these ships kind of coming in, and he's just like, mm-hmm. oh man, mm-hmm. like, they're they're really sending in, like, the big guns, like, he says that the Primarch must be sweating bullets to send in, like, reinforcements like this, like, mobilizing yeah. ships like
0: that. Yeah, we do kind of in the background through the section C, like,
2: ships coming in and stuff, so. Yeah, we see more um, of those uh, floaty motorcycles that we, uh. That Snow and Godot hijacked. Yeah. Flying around. But yeah, we um, in this custom, we do see um, obviously stronger troops because they're purple and this is an RPG.
1: Of course. <laughs> yeah. Purple is one of the strongest colors.
2: <laughs> but yeah. And yeah, we see like tons of uh, troops lining up, emerging from the ship with a sweep team form ranks. Yeah. Yeah. And Saaz is like, they must be hunting down purge survivors.
1: Mm. And Vanille's uh, yeah, like, oh, I hope everyone made it out. Okay.
2: Everyone just fell it's weird that like people fell to their deaths from a hanging edge into the water apparently but falling into a frozen lake seems much more survivable
1: yeah I guess you don't drown you just break all of your bones
2: yeah yeah (laughs) falling hundreds
0: of feet onto solid ass crystal
1: (laughs) yeah um, but Saz is kind of (laughs) just like you know assessing the situation and realizing how fucked up it is and he says like but nowhere is safe for him now damn it just because they shared a neighborhood with a Fauci, they get treated like pulse tainted rats.
3: People really hate pulse, don't they?
1: <sighs> Not hate, more like fear. Tens of millions of people,
0: all scared of pulse boogeymen. He says they'd be shaking in their beds every night if they knew that a like us were around. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and, and Vanille's like, but they purged that entire town of people. Like, she's still like, can't believe what they did. And Saz is like, "Oh, it's crazy. I know, but the Sanctum Falsi did nothing to stop it. Up until now, Eden's always stepped in to correct their errors and judgment. But I guess humans aren't worth the effort. Figure they'll let us just
2: kill each other off." And by Eden, do they mean uh, the the Falsi Eden stepping in, or the or the city of Eden? I was gonna say we see in uh, um, the data
0: logs that Eden is the main fallacy that like controls all the other Falsi in <laughs> Cocoon. And the capital city is named after it. So they sometimes do use uh, those names interchangeably, where they're like, oh, Eden this, Eden that. And I think they kind of mean the same thing. But I think in this... They all represent the same thing. They represent the same thing. And I think in this case, he literally says the line before it, the Sanctum Falci did nothing to stop it. Yeah. Usually Eden would step in.
1: With... with, in the data logs, when you read about the Falci, which we'll be able to do uh, pretty soon if you want to, um, it, it explicitly says that, like, you know, the the Primarch is like the 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 government body, like the human government body or, or the government position, but he's speaking on behalf of the falci but the falci can intervene so it's basically like right.
2: oh so i was even more right about like the Breen comparison from half-life because oh he's yeah, like, yeah he's kind of the uh the mediator between the aliens and the humans we the, have a combine
0: it gets really gear.
1: interesting too because obviously we're we're all just kind of experiencing this organically as it exists in this world but you know as like a skeptic of you know that kind of shit in the real world i'm like oh okay so the the Primarch is like this somewhat like infallible guy who's saying like all this stuff, and it's like oh no, like the Falci will will correct our errors and stuff, and it's like okay, but is it actually doing that, or is the people component yeah. of the government just saying like oh yeah, the Falci like fully signed off on this, you know, like so it's very interesting. My hands are tied. Yeah, 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 yeah. The big alien says this is what we got to do. Yep, exactly. So I'm, I'm very interested to see where it all goes with this. And again, could just be stuff that if you're just playing through, you're like, what the fuck does any of this mean? This is dumb. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, then Hope says, the sea Le- are not humans. He's like, they are not people.
1: Yeah, Vanille does uh, not ugh. like that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that no. She much. stands
0: up. She goes, "Listen, you, that's enough." And she like grabs his arm, right? Mm-hmm. And his and his brand is on his arm. So the camera kind of like shows it, like, oh, Hope Two is now. Let's see. Yeah, and he's like, it's like his little, it's his Fitbit. Yeah, <laughs> his, his little, his little Fitbit tattoo.
1: It's it's the least surprising reveal ever, because wasn't he also kind of talking about like, and, and it's shot in a way, it's an interesting way that. It zooms in and he's got like part of like a bandana covering it. Like, obviously, you would want to cover yeah, that. But yeah. it's almost like it's trying to be like, oh my God, Hope's a, a Lissy. It's like, no shit. We all well, know think, that we're all Lissy. I don't,
2: I don't think it was revealing it. I think it was just. I kind don't, of, yeah, I
0: think
1: they already showed it I, the way I took it. They're like, like they, he talked about his focus and he talked about what he saw in his dream. Yeah.
2: But I think it was mostly either that he's covering it or it's just kind of him reminding himself like, nope, like you are one of them now. Yeah,
0: like, I th- that's kind of how I took it. Is that like hope you, is you got to start on.
2: thinking about this differently now that you are you are a Lacy. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's still holding on to these prejudices, even though he has become a Lacy. Like he is now the thing that he hates. And even so, he's still like, no, Lacy are bad. Like, yeah, they're not human. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, because just the way the camera was on it, I was like, "Hmm, are they trying to tell me like, oh, check out who's also?" I was like, "Okay."
0: <laughs> but um, but as they're talking, two of those like speeders uh fly by them pretty close, but it seems to not see them, right? Yeah, like uh, it's got, it's the, got the more, party. it's got
1: bigger fish yeah. to fry. It looks like
0: yeah, yeah, and uh, as they're looking, at, they're they're kind of like, "Oh shit!" You know, what 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 the fuck was that? Where are they going? And then because of that, they're kind of looking around in their, in their um, vicinity. And Lightning sees off in the distance, I, I guess, what's supposed to be like an area where there might be a ship. She sees some buildings, I guess. I, I didn't quite understand what was happening here.
2: Maybe later, because it's the um, spoiler later, like when we actually get out of the cocoon, we go through the same uh Basic hangar like door that the vestige yeah. came through so maybe she sees that they're like starting to like kind of create a like um blockade a dragnet a blockade yes oh, okay
3: yeah, Maybe a yeah. blockade
2: to kind of guard the entrance and make sure, like, not, when they say circling off, they don't mean, like, the, the flat area. I think they mean the entire, like, okay, okay. land and air, maybe. That's my assumption, yeah. but they maybe just didn't make it clear enough.
1: Again, with, like, the data logs, um, there is mention that uh, it is possible to go to Pulse from Cocoon. Like, that's a, totally a thing that you can do, but everyone is so horrified of just the idea of being anywhere near Alyssi that they would never go there. Right, right. So, like, it... it the, the, and pulse is hell, right? Yeah, pulse is, you no, know, health. hell on earth, heaven on wheels, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> which is a little more fitting than what uh, I realized when I first made that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, Lightning does say, like, they're sealing off the area, they're trying to trap the stragglers, like, we've we've got to get moving before we're caught in the net, but um, that kind of shifts us into our next uh, area here, but before we move on, I do want to point out one thing that Vanille said that I really liked, um, mm. that kind of just shows her her character, like, ever the optimist, um, after, like, talking to Hope about being les- a and and not being like, oh, they're not human, and, like, that's enough, she says, we're still alive, that's something, like, you know, yeah, that's true. The situation yeah. is getting worse and worse by the minute and she's still like, "Hey, we still have some, you know, for lack of a better term, hope."
0: Ooh. So, past this point, the enemies change. There's less like wildlife and things and like we actually start fighting some Psycom people. More purple psychom. Um, more purple Psycoms. Um there are drones that we fight. That and the drones are not themselves very difficult, but they do a Buckload of damage on a physical hit. And so if you have like three of them around your main character and they just
2: all attack, it's just game over. <laughs>
0: like,
3: yeah.
1: You'll <like>, <laughs> just
2: die from full health. They, they're they basically like the little statues with noodle arms, right? That yeah. Float yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're
1: like kind of like jellyfish, but like stingrays crossed with jellyfish. Like they're.
2: Yeah. yeah. They look like an action figure because they're like they're just sticking straight out. But they have like <laughs> They have uh, like, yeah, little tentacle arms that kind of yeah. stick out. Yeah. They, they... they are kind of magical. They're like the grown up version of the Among Us. <laughs> yeah, they,
3: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And they will ruin your day if they all decide to attack the same person.
0: Yeah, there's Watch been drones.
1: There's been a couple of times uh, here where I was just like, "Oh shit! I am like for sure like just getting my ass kicked immediately." Like, oh my god.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it's rough. I think we first encounter those like as we're about to cross uh, one of the sky bridges that's embedded itself in the uh, in the ice.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the little? um the little animation of Vanille when she's off in the distance and you're you're kind of running after her where she's like waving her arms really cute. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so good. I like that. She's so what,
2: eager.
0: A couple times during this section, I would like go to like an incline or some stairs and just like wait and Vanille will just do like a slob squat on the stairs and I was like, <laughs> yeah. That's so cool.
1: <laughs> Starts nipping on good. some vodka. Fuck what the he <laughs> <ballsy> said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think after the sky bridge, we do a cool kind of... uh cliff c- climbing segment, right? I love this cliff climb. I think it's really good. There's, like, different paths up, which is really fun. Yeah. There is.
0: And if you if you go the right way, not as like, the correct way, but, like, right as a verse to left, if you take that path. The eastern um, path. The right-leaning path. Yeah, yeah. Saz will be like, why did we take this way? This is the <laughs> longer way. He's like, I'm not young. I can't do this. I'm getting too old for this shit. Like... <laughs> yeah, he says he goes, I'm too old for this, yeah. Love it. It's funny, but there is an extra uh, treasure chest up there that I just think has some like uh gill or circuits or something. Longer way always has rewards, and paraffin oil or some shit. Yeah, yeah, something like that. The thing, the thing is, like ninety nine percent of treasure chests in this game just have bullshit in them, but you <laughs> can't not get them because maybe they have the deneb Duelers in them, right? Yeah, like, maybe maybe cool. there's something fucking awesome in it. The Yub Neb Duelers the yub nubs (laughs) also gill and materials in this game run out real fast so it's it's good to get all of them that you can so like once we um start upgrading weapons later and buying things like it's it's wild how fast this stuff runs out
1: yeah it, it's also really fun with the jumping segments uh if you kind of just go up and down them uh you'll see your your teammates like i had vanille and saz on the left hand side and they were jumping up but they were trying to follow lightning so lightning jumps all the way up to the top so they start going to the top and then it went back down and they're just hopping around between like two of the cliffs <laughs> that they can go on Saz is like i'm too old for <laughs> this as he's like hopping around like a, a little kid
3: <laughs> so all right we, saz awesome. says "I may
2: be a but i'm not getting any younger uh, love it. I'm here it's for like, it. like, we may be superheroes, but I'm still old, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's still the oldest. I keep forgetting. He is
1: the ancient age of 31.
2: <laughs> God, he's younger than I am.
1: <laughs> I actually don't know how old he is. He's probably like 28 or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. look this up.
2: He's ancient. He's probably in his 30s if, uh, if he doesn't count himself as one of the kids like Snow, who's 21. Is he, he's, he's ancient in Final Fantasy
0: terms.
1: He's oh, a, he's you know a what? He's, he's 40
0: okay okay no, okay good. then hey
1: they, they learn to uh make you know older characters at least somewhat older like not that 40 is old but yeah you know it's not like And he seems thinking.
0: like he would be about 40 like that seems about right
1: i just remember thinking sid was like 55 and then it's like he's 32 years old <laughs> i was like what
0: yeah <laughs>
1: barrett is older than him but he is still he's an a, old man
0: he's a hard 32 that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did
2: y'all fight this uh, police
1: motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. This,
2: oh, do you mean the Sisonia velocycle? <laughs> it looks like a fucking, like, yeah, like a Kira motorcycle, but with, like, police colors on it
0: yeah it
2: has wheels and yet
0: is floating it's incredible
1: (laughs) yeah much like that one legendary pokemon in pokemon violet or scarlet that i (laughs) i think it's scarlet have you seen that the legendary the one
0: that's like running on all fours but it has wheels yeah yeah, they're
1: vestigial wheels
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
3: Yeah. that's right vestigial (laughs) wheels
2: Thank you, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Hell yeah. See, we're learning all sorts of vocabulary through these games. It's
1: making us less dumb by the minute. If I'm going to drive
2: that thing right into the atrium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sisonia Valens- Valencia? No, it's Velo-cycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like Velocity and Cycle, the v- Velo-
1: Velocicle. <laughs> Velocicle. Get real Velocicle. I get one on Velocicle
2: and a Sonic Pop, please? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this thing is. They're kind of tough. Um, yeah, it has a lot of health. Yeah, yeah. It's, f- it's got
1: like over seven thousand hit points.
2: Uh, physical and magic is halved on it as well, which also makes oh, it kind okay. of a slow fight. Yeah,
1: one of the notes if you use Libra is that it has high damage dealing potential and it employs powerful lightning based attacks. Mm. So that can definitely snowball on you pretty quick.
0: It oh, it yeah. much like many of the uh, the
2: enemies. Once you stagger it, it, becomes nothing. Like you can just wreck its life. Like, yeah, that's staggered. always kind of interesting about this game as I've noticed like I'm in the middle of like a boss fight I'm like oh man I'm barely making any any progress on this and all of a sudden it hits stagger I'm like oh yeah here we
1: (laughs) go yeah you just see the the health bar like rapidly decreasing it's so (laughs) satisfying
0: You'll yeah you'll spend like a solid like three or four minutes like in a normal fight and take off like a percent of its health and then spend 10 seconds in stagger and do 50% of its health and be like oh my god yeah Um, I kind of like that it's uh. It's really cool. It, I, I know we were talking about it last time with Zwanzig that there are attacks and certain enemies that staggering them interrupts it, right? Yeah. And it always frustrates me when it doesn't interrupt it because I'm like, oh, I can make it, I can make it. And then I get the stagger and then it unleashes an attack and I'm like, well, now oh. i got to waste a turn healing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. It's, it's, it's a rude awakening when that happens. Yeah. Because my whole yeah. thing is just like, I need to just f- go full attack until it staggers.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm always
1: like, cool, I I can get one in. And I, I think every time I've done that, it's it's been the case where I still get owned immediately.
0: <laughs> get, it, get winning and getting owned in this game are is a very there's a very thin line in between those it's, two. It's it's very
1: bloodborne in that it's like, oh yeah, no, you shouldn't try to prioritize healing, you should just prioritize attacking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heal when you need to, but be aggressive. Um, It's cool. We can kind of see
0: the vestige. (laughs) Um, (laughs) V-E-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E.
1: As we're like walking around um, after we get to like another save point, uh, in the distance, you can actually see the vestige, which is pretty cool. And then when you continue walking forward, um, we get another cutscene where Vanilla is just like, whoa, like this whole place is crystal. And then Lightning's looking into the distance and she sees those ships again. And... um, Saz just kind of starts like rem- or like just thinking to himself. He's like, "I wonder what it would be like to become a crystal." I mean,
2: yeah, oh yeah.
1: And Vanille's like, "Oh, um, you're gonna complete your focus," and he's like, "Maybe if I knew what it was, like, I probably don't want to know." Um, and then Vanille is just asking, like, "Hey, Lightning, did, did Sarah say anything about her focus?" And Lightning's just like, "Nothing." And I'm like, "Yeah, geez, I wonder why she didn't confide in you, you yeah. fucking asshole. I wonder why she didn't tell you anything about her focus, dickhead." Yeah.
0: And, and Vanille, ever the peacekeeper, is like, oh, you know what? She probably just didn't want to worry you. <laughs> and Lightning's like, oh, or she just didn't think she could trust me. Which is and nice like, that well, Lightning's
1: self-aware. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, like your sister is basically like a um, a refugee, more or less. Yeah. yeah. Hunting mm-hmm. down by her, you know. She, you she's you, a cop. A cop? She's, a, she's kind of a narc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious when she found out. Um, I'm sure we'll find out. Do, yeah, do we I, see that? In this, we don't get
0: to see no, that in this no, not in, no, not not in this
1: episode, no. From what we've done so far, what we might get to uh, today, um, yeah. There's it, there's an allusion to uh, you know Sarah's like, oh, it's the same day that Snow and Sarah do their thing. And she's like, oh, well, well, we'll tell her tomorrow. And then Lightning's talking about how that's her birthday.
0: Yeah,
2: but yeah, this is yeah. You're right. We've come a long way now. I'm looking at this uh, this overlook. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, and I love that about like the. Like, sometimes, I, I think maybe the first time I played this game, I wasn't fully sold on the way the environments look because I was just like, oh, it's all one thing. You know what I mean? Like, the vestige all looks the same. the This area all looks the same all the way through, yada, yada, yada. Kind of deal, right? On a closer inspection, like, once I'm playing it again, I'm like, oh, my God, there's actually, like, so much detail baked into everything. Like, it's not just... A expanse of crystal sea right like we can look back on where we've come and see all the different things that we've passed by like it all exists in an area and it's actually pretty amazing
1: yeah um i like that there's a uh treasure sphere up here that you open and it gives you 30 gil <laughs> it's like well I, I i guess that was worth opening
0: <laughs> yeah with like you know fucking 10 more of those we can get a potion yeah yeah <laughs> It's like, yeah, just find that in your couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, didn't uh, we come up to our next little area, right? Which there is no data log for. What the hell is this place? <laughs> Are you talking about the Gates of Antiquity? The Gates of Antiquity. Yeah. So we, we get to the end of, uh, well, not the end. We're still in Lake Brescia. Like, decidedly, we're at Lake Brescia, right? But I think, I didn't understand it earlier. I think, uh, Alex, you were kind of saying that maybe this is what... It may, maybe this is, like, the exit to... So,
2: actually, I noticed this because as we're approaching the um, the gate, it looks like there's big ruins of, like, this old ancient temple. But above it, through beyond it, we actually see, like, I think it's the roof of uh, where we saw the vestige come through because it has those yeah. big glowing neon yeah. lights coming out of it, which I think is in the roof of... I'm guessing it's the surface of Cocoon or whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. If, if that's where it came from. But it's, it's kind of cool. It's, like, maybe this was a, like... A holy place, and that they basically base the new entrance on the old entrance or something like that. So there I may was be some wondering sort of co- connection between why they built the gate, the new gate above the old gate or something like that. Maybe so.
0: This place is very interesting. This is my thought. Okay, I don't and I don't know. I'm just basing this on like s- other things, right? I'm I'm very much extrapolating here, but there's a very interesting architectural. uh, uh, thing about this area and that is that there are palm trees everywhere (laughs) like (laughs) they're like, like they're all over the place and i was like okay this looks like an ancient temple but there are fountains and palm trees and all kinds of nice shit too and so i'm like okay we know that the hanging edge hasn't been used for years but years could mean anything that could be like a decade ago right so yeah. like in my head i'm like oh this is just like jfk airport that hasn't been used for like is a, it decade a dead mall yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a dead mall i was basically like oh it's a dead mall okay i i see what's well, happening well it is here. also
2: ruined because uh sauce points out that even the fire has frozen so yeah i was wondering i was like part of it is in ruins because of hanging edge collapsing yes
0: because at first i was like oh i wonder if it was like always on fire or something weird but you like see JFK's like jfk's grave <laughs> Like JFK's grave. But you see all the different trussways like smashing into it
2: and that are kind of frozen in time and all the fires around those. The end of this area, which maybe we'll talk about after the break, um, has some modern technology in it. So yeah. it would make sense of maybe like, yeah, this is like an old temple that they kind of converted into or into a shopping mall, right? <laughs> or is or is, yeah, it's a more traditional designed uh, <laughs> landing point for the, the I guess, Maybe we're the actual like water of like Brescia Mm -hmm. met ashore or something like that.
0: To get to the end of the area, you have to go around the Auntie anns Pretzels and then <laughs> through the Spencers. Yeah, until you get to the end of it.
1: It's it's a shame that this mall failed because uh, at, at the time when they built it, they had high hopes that uh, having the anchors of it be B and W Outfitters and Unicorn, Mart, <laughs> yes, they were B&W like Outfitters! it's gonna be perfect. And then like people just stopped going there. People were doing more online shopping, and you know a lot of uh, real estate uh, investors
2: this and fucking Unicorn Mart putting <laughs> everyone out of business. Yeah, yeah. Real,
1: real estate invest uh, investors just kind of really fucked up the whole ecosystem of mall culture and it's a bummer you know
0: <laughs> unicorn mart pay your employees a living wage
2: <laughs> well ever since the lessee breakout, no one ever leaves their home to go shop
0: yeah <laughs> exactly so, <laughs> the
2: lessee pandemic we yeah. have to get people back to work <laughs> oh my gosh
1: <laughs> uh, The the music here is fantastic Oh, yeah, it's very. It's like super upbeat, and there's like. Um, I don't know if it's. Uh, it, there's like lyrics, but I don't know if it's like a. Oh, the an
3: in... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah it really it reminded
2: me of the, the Jungle Temple level in the first Sonic Adventure.
1: <laughs> oh, I would probably have to hear that music again. I don't remember it offhand. I, anytime I think it's of Sonic kind of Adventure, of, I just
2: think. It's kind uh, of Afro influenced. Uh, but yeah, I'm wondering if. Uh... it's got of cool vibe to it where it's not oppressive sounding. Like it's.
1: It's really upbeat and like I want to listen to this like getting ready for the weekend, you know, like getting excited yeah. to actually
0: to you chill. Know what? For we've mentioned this like this game is very like intense and dark in a way that it's always just like worse things getting worse, and that's just kind of how F- FF13 goes, right? But all of the music has just been like, oh, nice, yeah, having a good time with this. Like this is a, <laughs> this is a nice jam, <laughs> and like it, it makes a very like interesting feel mm-hmm. to something I've never really like felt the same playing a different game before because I feel like another game would put something intense They'd put like the big heavy like industrial drums right for like running
2: away. It's cool how much uh, yeah it kind of goes between like very traditional orchestral and uh, even some like you know industrial metal type of elements and but then it goes in these like really ethereal kind of tonally ambivalent or yeah. uncertain vibes which. Masashi's really good at the textural stuff as we've heard very the good at that. Yeah, that really I feel like good. that's it's, it's kind of interesting too because like I think that Masashi Hamauzu is
0: best at that and so sometimes I think he plays to his strengths rather than normalcy like a thing that would be usual like what you would expect a composer to do for a certain type of scene like instead of trying to emulate that masashi Hamauzu is just like no i'm good at this thing instead and then does this thing over here and it actually makes it better because you're like oh i trust him with that kind of music
2: that's he's good at that yeah So yeah, it's it's very cool. I really like it. This game is very fun to play in headphones. I think for that reason, because you really get a lot of the stereo uh, scape of the music.
1: I've been um I've been playing this one with headphones because I got a better capture card, so there's like no latency, so I can just kind Mm -hmm. of like
3: experience it all like
1: from my computer, and it's been extremely nice. It's 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 very nice to not have to listen through headphones that I'm listening to while streaming, and also like whatever's coming from the the TV or the monitor that I'm playing on. Hey, since we're
0: getting ready to go into the mall, and I don't know if they have uh, public bathrooms there, how about we take a quick restroom bake real quick? So, you know, because I know that I have TP at my house, but I don't know how the upkeep of uh, (laughs) of the Gates of Antiquity is, so I think I'd like to go before we go. Well,
2: you check your your bar. (laughs) Yeah, I had to check my TP bar.
1: Yeah, I I did pop in there, and I do regret to inform you that uh, someone pissed all over the seats of each of the stalls, but, you know.
0: I'm gonna have to take like the four pieces of like toilet paper and like line them along the seat.
1: <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> exactly.
0: we do a little hover squat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: what the float material is for.
0: All right, well, let me go do that, and I will come back, and we will talk about this uh, this ghostly mall. <laughs>
1: We just got to the Gates of Antiquity, baby.
0: Hey, baby, the Gates. Yo, guess what the first enemy in this in the Gates of Antiquity is? A mall cop. The mall cop behemoth. Paul Blart. That's
1: Paul right. Paul Blart behemoth. Pla- Paul Blart Scandroid. It's <laughs> my favorite uh, Radiohead song off of uh, OK Computer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, today it's another behemoth. We can take it out pretty quick. But it, again, it's not bad. If you... um. The amount of time it takes to go to the side and get the treasure chest for the 600 gill and walk back to the main corridor where the behemoth is is about enough time for it to turn around and face the other way so you can just get a preemptive attack on it. So.
1: Nice.
2: It's where the bathroom would be in the mall. It's where the bathroom would be in the mall. Right by the entrance, yeah. Yeah. Right next to the
0: orange Julius. It does not actually look like a mall, but I am having a good time calling it <laughs> the mall.
1: Yeah, it is dead like a mall, but... Uh... Yeah, the yeah. last time I went to our local dead mall, there was also a fire that had been crystallized because of n- 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 <laughs> no use.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh no, somebody around here has fulfilled their focus.
1: It's pretty interesting that Saz says, uh, "What's that?" I think I recognize it from somewhere. Mm-mm-mm. So I'm wondering if he's just talking about the structure itself, or yeah, something what that he, he sees about? in the structure. It's, uh, I thought
2: he was talking about the uh, the behemoth at first because he <laughs> 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 <It's laughs>
1: recognized that guy. Him somewhere just a little
2: earlier. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday.
1: But yeah, we um we start off uh, just running up some you know rocky stairs, like the Philly Art Museum, yeah. which is pretty nice.
2: There's no Rocky statue. Yeah. Hero of Philadelphia.
1: Digital circuits.
2: Find those around.
0: Yeah, yeah, there are digital circuits at the top of the stairs but, to the right. But
2: this place is swarming with uh, watch drones and more Psycom purples, right? Yeah, there's a ton yeah. of Sci-com
0: guys. There's also more of those... Um, Oh, God, what are they called drifters or something like that? The uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The halo, uh, the the
2: <laughs> the jetpack boys,
1: the the halo hunters.
2: Yeah, we fought them on the sky bridge the first time. Um, yeah. Yeah. But there's like a golden or kind of different colored one this time. I recognize from the side, they actually look kind of like a praying mantis, but swole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. Like one of the ultra beasts from Pokemon. Exactly. It's the Crusader. I think this is where I immediately started getting my ass kicked and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> like Tilters. Tilters. It is a tilter.
0: Is the uh, the not that's not the name of the enemy, but that is the enemy type. Like
1: subtype or whatever. I, yeah. I love how just weird the categorization is of this. We yeah, we fought the
2: Myrmidon in Hanging Edge, but now these are the Crusaders, that's which right. are kind of gold and orangey looking.
3: hmm
0: Now, interestingly enough, they are seven levels below. They're Myrmidon, but they have seven times as much HP, and yeah. they're more difficult. Also, interestingly, uh, different enemies stagger at different points, too, which is just a thing I'm noticing that, like, uh, the Myrmidon would stagger once you got it stagger up to 110, and this one will stagger once you get it up to 200, so it's actually different. for It's like it's poise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different enemies have different poise.
1: Makes sense too, because I think at some point we also fight some like regular pantherons that we've fought a million times and we just make absolute short work of them. So yeah, it makes yeah. sense that their stagger bars would have to be a lot higher just because, you know, right, we're, right. we're dealing a lot more damage now. And if we've dipped into the Crystarium or whatever it's called, um, yeah, we, yeah. we can definitely be outputting some DPS. I kind of
2: like that they throw old enemies every once in a while. They kind of remind you how much stronger you are now.
1: Yeah, it's always nice. It's always very empowering. Because
2: sometimes you have no idea until you go back to an old area and fight old enemies. Yeah, yeah that's true. So if you, no, you have no sense of progress, it's nice to reflect on how far you've come.
1: I agree. Yeah, I like that Saz says, uh, those will be our cold-blooded beasts, I take it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't remember if that's in reference to something, if someone used the term cold-blooded beasts before. I don't think it is. I think he's just saying I that. I think that's just him talking.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, the um, architecture
2: this place is really cool. Um, it is, it is. You're winding around like all these ruins or at least newly ruined because yeah, there are parts of the trussway just kind of hanging out. Yeah. And inaccessible palm trees. Damn. It. Yeah, I'm curious if like were those palm trees frozen before? <laughs> they
0: just they're just plastic. They actually uh... <laughs>
2: they're just decorative. Yeah. yeah, actually they're like lawn ornaments. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. But yeah, as we as we're climbing up uh, different steps, uh the framing of that uh The kind of uh, stealing gate that the vestige came through Mm. is constantly framed and kind of implying that that is our destination, our way out of here. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and on the mini-map, we can also kind of see that as well. Um, Our party's kind of running ahead on their own as we dick around and try and open chests and fight more of these tilters. Um,
0: (laughs) Saz and Vanille just don't understand the value of 300 gil in a ball.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and however much CP you get from th- the ends of this fight, which can be pretty significant, because yeah. I actually mm-hmm. found out that this area kind of becomes a a nice place that you could farm if you wanted to. I didn't want to spend too much time farming. And it's also yeah. kind of not worth it, like we said, because you hit the end of the path pretty quickly.
3: Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, I
0: think I just did every battle on the way here, and by the end, I there was nowhere else to go in the Crystarium. I had done all of it.
1: Yeah, I think there was a couple, like, it might have been Saz or someone that I I still needed a couple more, um, level ups for. And I was like, well, fuck it, I can just go through this one little trigger here and respawn all the enemies and fight them. And it was also fun to just kind of get a little more used to the battle system as well with the the paradigm shifting into one that I'm already in to get the ATB refresh and all that.
2: Yeah. I do like, uh, when we get to, I think, the third kind of big room, because we kind of go up and over, like, walls and stairs that, uh... Saz runs ahead and like, hey, we can kind of like go around them this way. We can loop around and avoid them all together if we want. Like he'll like lead the way to like a much more safer route.
0: Well, (laughs) I I think uh, don't they say we can go through here and it's actually not a loop around. It's
2: a shortcut.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: That part might be later because before in the beginning is like, hey, why don't we just loop around and make things easier on ourselves?
3: Mm-hmm. and it co- takes
2: you up to this little upper catwalk and there's only like a few psycom guys and you can kind of drop out oh that yeah yeah i'm sorry that like you can drop down yeah. behind the crusaders and just outrun them if you want that's true that, yeah that, that's true there is a section like that yeah
0: it's like an open area yeah there's like a like a little vestibule that you can kind of um, another atrium now i i got the drop on them as and i jumped on top of them and, <laughs> <started> <laughs> them.
2: and i got that preempt um, I did find a handy little item that I think would, will be useful in this next fight called the spark ring. Yeah. Ooh. Um, resists lightning 20%. percent hmm Yeah. I would never resist lightning. I would let her
0: do anything.
1: <laughs> That's what I was also thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, it's also Miller time because I found a oh, nugget yeah, of the, Millerite.
1: The Millerite, dude. It's Miller time somewhere.
0: <laughs>
1: I could sure go for a Miller highlight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, you can, um... There is a section right after the one you're talking about, Alex, where um, there's kind of this uh, loop that we can take or like a side path that gets us to the next area. Or Vanille will say like, hey, we can just go through these
2: ruins and pass all of it. Oh, yeah. There's like a pile of rocks that you can just bust through.
0: Yeah. Bust through.
1: it's interesting because there's like a big archway that's normally just the entrance to like whatever this temple is or whatever these gates are leading to, um, right. but because of the the destruction that's around there's a bunch of rubble there, so normally you would see that in a video game and be like, oh, we can't go through here we have to go around, and here's the way around with a bunch of enemies that I can see on the mini-map but it's like, no, you, you can just, just go through rounds. here yeah. you can just hit <laughs> enter, and um, I, I went around and I was just like, well, I gotta explore everything before I progress forward, um, and then you can actually, once you get around, you can go back the other way and just go through and yeah, um yeah. right here where it like you know kind of tilts down and shows like lightning and it's it's like it kind of hovers there for a second and shows you like as you're about to go through it and then it goes to black and you're in the next area and it's like oh <laughs> they didn't really add a cool animation or anything they just like waited a little longer to make it more dramatic <laughs> for me it did like she just
2: do kind of a backflip through the rubble like she doesn't tear it all the way down she just like loosens enough that there's like space for them to jump through in the top of the pile. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe you, you somehow found a a cutscene skip or something. Uh,
1: maybe. I, I could also just easily be misremembering.
2: I simply
0: did not do it because I knew that there was no advantage to going through with exception of skipping battles. And I was like,
2: I need that. I need that
0: scene. Yeah, I,
1: I need to get those sweet, sweet battles.
2: That's right. But we come to this like, it's like a courtyard or, or something. Yeah. It's kind of open air. There's arches everywhere. What do they call them in an airport? They, uh, terminal? Wait for, yeah, terminal. <laughs> we come to the terminal. But it looks important because there's lots of uh, frozen fire everywhere. And uh, again, we see the, uh, the the blue glowing ceiling gate on the horizon. There's not really a horizon. Wherever the horizon would be. Yeah. The metaphorical horizon. Sure. And uh, Understandably, like Vanille is uh, enamored and is running off.
0: Yeah, and they're like, v- don't run around. And she's like, oh, but I want to I search around. I want to explore. Yeah, I love that. Like,
2: lightning just like rolls her eyes. She's like, oh my God. (laughs) Kids. Um, And then, like a lot of Final Fantasy games, we get a few uh, foreshadowing, like, first person shots of something flying around. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Above, about to swoop in. Yeah. And something indeed does swoop in on us. It's one of those uh, pterodactyl things we saw in the first cutscene when we approached Hanging Edge, right? Yeah.
0: I don't think we've fought one yet, right? Like, this is the first time we've seen one.
2: We like, fought I'll one in Final one. Fantasy X with Yuna. It's a Garuda. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah Garuda.
1: Yeah. This is they have their own valley. Um it has a cool flamenco guitar style uh
2: theme. <laughs> that we'll find
1: later.
2: It's a really wild design. Like it's like it almost looks like there's nearly no way for it to land because there's no feet. It just looks like it has like a hand-shaped wings, a front mouth, a bottom tentacle like thing. And then apparently there's also a mouth on the back on its ass. So it has two mouths.
1: <laughs> Damn, what that mouth do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and boy, what that mouth do.
1: It gives new meaning to the, the term eating ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this ass eats.
1: <laughs> you ever see an ass that can take a bite out of you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. And certainly enough, we start another little... Uh, I guess this is a boss fight because it has two phases.
0: Yeah, and, and it doesn't give you... Um, it has an
2: Ava-shaped face,
0: I realized. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Purple. So, so like you were saying, it is two-phased. The first phase is very, very simple. It's just stagger it and kill it, right? Um, and then there's a smaller cutscene where it kind of flies away a little bit and the party chases after it and then engages it in battle once again,
2: right? Yeah. It does a lot of uh, lightning attacks, Mm-hmm. Which is why I was, was like, oh, I'm really glad I equipped that uh, spark ring. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I don't think I did. Um, I just took a gamble. I was like, they
2: must be giving me this for some reason. I,
1: I definitely think I called that out too. I was like, hmm, I wonder what the next like big enemy is going to be using <laughs> for them to give me this right here.
2: I had no idea because I'm a
0: big dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like
1: how, like, when we were making our way up to this, there was like just a quick little cutscene of our party like discovering this and stuff, and like Saz is just like trailing behind and like, like really out of breath climbing the stairs. He's like, uh, uh, <laughs> "I'm like, yeah, I relate to that."
0: <laughs> Based. <laughs> the escalators are out. Yeah. Right. Um, but as it uh, as we engage it the second time. It starts uh, like right before the the actual battle begins. We see it like charging up, right? Like electricity is kind of forming around it, and uh, lightning's like, "Oh, it's charging!" And Saz says, "Charging for what?" And she goes, "It's final moments." <laughs> like yeah. the battle starts. Incredible.
2: <laughs> um, it's pretty cool. It, yeah, it is like completely like sizzling out. Yeah, yeah, and letting off tons of uh, lightning at the base attacks, and th- yeah, there's a few times where. I think once it, um, I staggered it. I had to immediately switch over to solidarity because it was starting to take out quite a bit. It has it. Its attacks are pretty strong. So this is (laughs) what I was saying earlier that like, also it it uses barrier. it Looks like it does.
0: It 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 uses barrier. Um, I was gonna say earlier this is what I was talking about where I was like some battles you can knock them out of their special attack, and then other ones even if you stagger them they still get their special attack off. So it was, it was charging. It's getting very close to doing its attack, and then I staggered it, and then immediately it just used Hellstorm Bolt. Like just,
3: oh, no. I was like, "What? Come
0: on! I, I deserved <laughs> that! Like, give me something! You have to give here. it to me! Give me something here, so, But it wasn't too bad though.
2: Um. Oh, hold a second. Let's see what the text on its wing says. Um. Oh, it just says cocoon. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it just says cocoon. That's kind of awesome, interesting, though. Yeah. It's,
0: like, branded.
2: <laughs> Cocoon 55, I think. Oh, um, that's
0: that's kind of cool, because, like, what we were talking about, how, like, the wildlife in this world is, like, mechanized and then used for, like, weapons that kind of, like... Yeah. That, that feeds into that idea that, like, they have these wild animals, and then they literally, like, brand them with, Just, like, Cocoon 55 to know what they are.
1: Immediately subjugate them for their <laughs> yeah. own not, evil purposes.
0: Not, not saying it's base or owned, but I am saying it's good design.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really nice. Um, <laughs> so, um, at the end of this battle... Oh, 22, my bad. Cocoon 22. I
0: mean, what, what is 55 oh. but 22 upside down? Wait, no, reverse, backwards. Whatever, it's 22 in a mirror.
1: Yeah, it's the, the, the ambergram of a 2 is a 5.
0: There we go. <laughs> or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... We get some interesting spoils here.
2: Oh yeah! Once we take it down.
1: Yeah, once we take it down, uh, we get a silver bangle, which isn't that Ooh. interesting. I imagine it's just you know gives you boosted HP or defense or something. Um, but we do get notably the up in arms. <laughs> up we in do arms. get up in arms. Yeah, which I did not even think about until I just resaw it now. But that yeah. is one of the retail networks that we can now access. Oh, uh, cool! And uh, I want to read the uh, the the blurb about it. So this uh, this thing ate the dead mall version of Up in Arms, and now we got the the <laughs> online purchasing. But it says uh, if history has taught us anything, it's that everyone dies eventually. But at Up in Arms, <laughs> we <laughs> but at Up in Arms, we help you to ensure your enemies do so as soon as possible. From classic <laughs> pieces to cutting edge upgrades, we've got it all. Edged weapons and up in firearms guns, selected fully sanctum approved.
0: That's incredible. That's so I good. I love
1: having firearm guns that are fully uh, approved by my religious figureheads. <laughs> that is always a good thing to have.
2: Oh, and we um also um unlock uh, new roles yeah. for Saws and Vanilla. We do. Synergist and saboteur.
0: saboteur. Saboteur.
1: The Synergist and the Saboteur sounds like it would be a fucking Coheed and Cambria song. <laughs> <laughs> and it would probably oh, fucking whip.
0: <laughs> also importantly, do we have our battle
1: scores? Oh yeah, I think I do. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I forgot
0: to I forgot to record it last time, so I was like, this time I will not forget. I will have my battle. This cord. is
2: actually the main reason I'm like using my Xbox controllers because it just has a screenshot button built. Oh on nice.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. I, uh, so I um, I read it just now. It, this battle does combine the first and second parts of the battle, even though there's a cutscene in the middle. It it combines both sections for it. And
2: does it? Do you know if it pauses it?
1: Yeah. Does it pause the timer during the cutscene or?
2: I don't know that, actually.
0: Like, I'm does, not sure. Is the
1: tech here to skip the cutscene if you want five stars? I'm sure you could figure
2: it out with the VOD, just like timing
1: it. True, yeah. Much That's, actually, yeah.
2: Took the- actually,
0: yeah, I can do that right now. Okay, so I beat it at 32 minutes and 49 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and when did I start the first part of the fight? <laughs> 30, 40. So what's that, two minutes and 10? Yeah. And... My actual time on the fight was a minute 30, so it okay, does not so no. count
1: it. Okay, so I have no fucking excuse for my score then, if that's the case.
0: <laughs> Actually, let me take it back. To, to be fair, it was not a minute 30. I had a minute 32.
1: Nice. Even still. I had uh, two minutes and 28 seconds. Is that four? Stars? That is three stars. Three stars. It is Three stars get degree t- stars, okay?
2: Are you all playing a normal difficulty? Yes.
1: I think that's the only one I can play on a uh, PS3.
2: Oh yeah, they didn't have the two. Yeah, yeah. I play in easy mode and I got uh, five stars and uh, one minute and forty eight seconds. Yeah, Alex okay.
1: cheated not only the game but himself. No. Um,
2: <laughs> I'm, I say it again. I grind enough during the day. I don't need. I, yeah, I was gonna no, say serious, that. I read. Yeah, I
1: read like,
0: you like, tweeting that to somebody yesterday, and I was like, you
2: know what? Fucking God bless. Yeah, like nothing a, truer <laughs> ever spoken. <laughs> it's like I'm an adult. Like I will play easy mode. I ain't got time to grind. Yeah, uh, like yeah. <laughs>
1: uh evergreen stance of the pod that will never change and has always been the case uh don't fucking say that shit to people like let people play games however the fuck they want let them use cheats (laughs) who cares it is not your decision to dictate how they enjoy something
0: yep that says cristarium expanded so this means every time this happens, we can go further in the, in the, oh, okay, yeah. so now like where we kind of maxed it out earlier, there will be more nodes unlocked for us to actually continue to improve mm. our characters. Yeah. Cause that doesn't always, uh, result in a new role for a character. Sometimes mm-hmm. it does, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it should, it just means you have extra to go
1: oh right okay so I don't think I got to uh I don't think we get to check with these characters right away because I think we are thrown into the next okay so that that explained it because when I did that I was like cool got into the next scene and I was like let me check this shit out and I was on a character I mean we we get to snow next he's like the only one that we don't have currently um but I got there and I was like oh he still has everything unlocked damn it (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so i was a little confused by that so thank you for uh clearing that up but um yeah, yeah. yeah we got a cutscene where vanille um you know kind of runs forward and uh points ahead and she says check it out and just points <laughs> she's to. she's like,
0: already over the garuda she doesn't even care
1: yeah she just sees a cool ship and she's like come on hop to it let's go
0: i got <laughs> a base i guess <laughs>
1: We do see, interestingly, like a bird that kind of just perches near there as well. Yeah, a very
0: suspicious bird. It's like the first piece of wildlife we've seen in the whole game. that's not... Aside from
1: that bird fish that we saw in... Uh, oh,
0: <gasps> you're right. We did see a bird fish. But yeah, we see an owl perch and kind of like
2: watches. Interesting. Interesting. What could it mean? Is this uh, the one from Zelda? Who's kind of like
0: this is the owl from Zelda, where it'll be like, "Don't you not understand the tutorial that I just told you?" And you'll be like, "Yes." <laughs> well, then I'll tell you again. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that that song is a bop, though. So at least there's that.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I realized that um, if you uh, like I did avoid that fight that like, Saz suggests um. You can avoid a fight with a Psycom Executioner, which looks like yes, the, yes. he's a reskin of the Marauder that we fought in the Skybridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, and they're, they're not that difficult either. It's usually just more so uh, how many adds they have with them makes I it I lost more, that more battle difficult.
2: twice. <laughs> That's yeah. the Millerite. He he drops the Millerite. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. yeah I, he I, I, I died the on that like, fight
2: two times.
1: That was know, where I was <laughs>
0: like, I will not use healing. I won't do it. I can get through this without it.
1: Uh, yeah. I yeah, just I mean, kept retrying it. It's that kind of thing too, where you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking burn a potion on these assholes. Like, I yeah, got man. this shit. So
0: um, I would get to where, like, lightning was in, like, one hit from death, and I'd be like, all right, I'm just gonna roll the dice that he attacks Saz next.
2: <laughs> he better. <laughs> but yeah, we start this cutscene, and uh, Feniel, uh points out this cool looking ship. It's not on its side embedded in the ice, it's on a. It's actually on, like, a track. Yeah, like a launch pad. Um, I thought it was like the swordfish from uh, Cubby Bebop, but the the pointy end is actually the tail, not the head. Yeah, yeah. But um, it almost
1: it's cool. looks like it, it perched on like the track for it. Reminds me of like a Burger King toy around <laughs> uh, when. Star Wars Episode One came out of like the silver speeder that they had, or oh, like whatever yeah, the ship yeah. that the
2: Jedi, the golden golden yellow fighter from the uh, the New Republic or whatever the or
0: no, I the think one it was they, the all
1: silver one, but it kind of just like sat on like a, a holder, if I remember correctly.
0: Oh, the one they land on Tatooine.
1: Yeah, the one that they have to escape to to uh, getting away from Darth Maul when he's on that cool yeah, motorcycle. Yeah. It's very shiny.
0: <laughs> when Qui Gon Jinn says to Anakin, "Get to the Chopper." that one yeah
2: exactly that thing apparently it was uh they made a physical prop of that and it required a lot of mylar damn (laughs) what is mylar it's like a mirror like uh plastic yeah Uh, okay just to get it to look smooth like that just sounds like a fucking pain in the ass oh yeah you're
1: probably right yeah check it out this will make things easier she claps her hands together real cute and like a a traditional prayer hands thing (laughs) not her cool devil horns one
0: yeah she does the one that you do after, like, the the pleased emoji.
1: <laughs> this is the one that I use uh, the emoji of all the time. Yeah. Um, j- kind of in an ironic way, but I think my mom thinks it just means I'm actually praying because she's very <laughs> religious and Catholic.
2: I always thought it was a high five at first, but. Oh, yeah, praying. yeah.
1: Um yeah, Saz says, Yeah, knowing our luck, it's probably missing an engine, which is funny Love because that. earlier there was some incidental dialogue that he had when we were just walking through the crystal lake where he I think he get I guess he's like talking to Hope or someone. He says, You know, you gotta stop being so negative. It's <laughs> 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 like, dude, you're like <laughs> Yeah, and
0: Vanille the literally the next line is Vanil says to him, You shouldn't be so negative. Oh, so
1: he was probably saying that to her. I see. Okay. So a Maybe. nice little inversion of the incidental dialogue there, yeah. where they're kind of having a little back and forth, good natured ribbon.
0: Yeah, and Saz says you shouldn't get your hopes up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. As they, uh, as our team, kind of walks into this, uh, this cool ship that we just found, still not sure if it has an engine or not, but we see that that owl fly away. Yeah, uh, and then we yeah. get prompted to save.
0: Very cool. Oh yeah, there are with palm trees everywhere. Almost as if we're gonna switch scenarios.
1: Yeah, almost as if the party will be changing. Or, well, I guess not yet.
2: This party's just beginning. Oh! Yeah, this is... Speaking of party, we're now back to
1: snow, picking away at his girlfriend. Our favorite party <laughs> As one <dude>.
2: does. <laughs> but he, hacking he's he hacking and smacking. He's still going.
1: zero progress. We don't know how long it's been.
2: I'm glad he's wearing gloves, because that fucking... I can't imagine just holding some raw piece of metal and just, like, using it as a shovel.
1: Yeah, even with gloves, that shit would hurt. I was like, does he think
0: that, like, just her outside is crystal? Because, like... Don't know that he's going to be able to, like, quote, unquote, dig her out.
1: Yeah.
2: I think he was just trained to, like, loosen her crystal form and just, like, take her with him.
1: Yeah, chip it away. and It's like stealing a statue. Yeah, it's like stealing a statue.
2: <laughs> yeah, they should do something about that uh, Columbus statue in the box. Let him out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let him out so we can really kick his ass.
2: I'm saying we should just. Someone should just fill that box with cement. <laughs>
1: Is it still in the box?
2: Yeah. Jesus. So a few months later, they open it up. It's just a cube. <laughs> 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 it's, it's the, the
0: perfect, perfect grindy chisel the statue. <laughs> uh, that's incredible. But yeah,
1: uh, Snow's not in very good uh, shape here because um, as he's still trying to dig out Sarah, we get some we see some spotlights and we hear um, some of the psycom say like, sweep team, like, we have spotted a Lassie. I repeat, See spotted.
0: Yeah. And we see some of those, like, speeder ships. And, I, and I, think, I think these are supposed to be the ones that flew by us real fast earlier.
2: Yeah, like they're they the purple guys. F- right. They look like more advanced versions of the flying motorcycles because they have more yeah. wings to them, but but this also raises a question, does uh, Sanctum or Psycom able to... Is, is it much like the intro to uh, Dertus Cerberus where they have like...
1: The scanners or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> they
2: can detect, uh, oh, yeah. you know, falcy germs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Probably. Uh,
1: Snow winning some more points here. He looks up and sees like the helicopters coming this. in. And, ch- and He, he just kind of like rolls his eyes and continues his objective.
2: I
0: love He's it, I like love
1: it. wife guy to the end, dude.
0: And then when they finally get closer to him and they're like, oh, he's spotted. There he is. Let's see confirmed. He just like stops and stands up and looks at them and goes, so are you going to give me a hand or what? Yeah. (laughs) I love that.
1: Yeah. Then they they all kind of jump down super badass and throw some throw some. uh, What's it called? Like. Grav, those uh yeah, yeah those the gra- AMP technology thing. It's not like the one Lightning yeah. has. It's like a little, it's a kind of football shaped, like a flat football. Oh, they and do use kind of, like
2: the Gravitron, like the gravity
1: uh, yeah. things when they
2: jump down. Maybe they're just more kind of like uh, instantaneous. They're know. single
1: use ones. Uh Lightning is a lot more environmental, <laughs> environmentally friendly. Those
2: are tubes. They don't they don't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> she uses a solid state, amp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they aim their guns at snow. And uh, one of them says, commencing cleanup protocol. And he's like, well, cleanup. Well, then let me help. And he like throws his like weird implement at one of them. And it just knocks him down. But I was like, okay, in real life though, that thing looks pointy and sharp as fuck. We have to just assume that he straight up impaled a motherfucker just now with that thing. yeah the fact
1: that he didn't impale him makes me think like oh it's not actually sharp and that's why you have made zero progress getting Sarah out of that <laughs> shit dude um, or it was sharp and it's completely dulled it out oh yeah using.
0: probably so the,
1: the way they fall over too is a little anticlimactic like it's realistic yeah, looking yeah. but in <laughs> the sense of like all of the momentum that w- this thing was thrown with I was expecting like a bowling pin noise or something like it was like really <laughs> intense but he, uh, he just starts charging right at them and, and starts kicking the shit out of, like, the Dude, ones he, who are still kind of standing up.
0: Yeah, the, so we get into a battle, and the way the battle begins, like, the last scene that we see is almost like POV of one of the soldiers, and, like, Snow jumps on him, like on top of him and has, like, one hand on his, like, face or something like that. And he's, like, getting ready to beat the shit out of him with the other one. And the battle begins. It's fucking awesome. Yeah,
1: we see a couple more soldiers uh, land in in their, like, grav uh, orbs. Yeah,
2: little grav farts. Do y'all have anything interesting to say about this battle? Because I do. I'm curious because I watched Carl do it twice if uh, it matters if you win or lose this fight.
0: Okay, I was going to say because I fucking died. (laughs) Did
2: you have to do it over? No. Cool, okay.
1: I'm i re-watching now.
2: Um, I saw Carl, he was about to die, and then did a potion just as the battle ended.
0: Oh, no, I straight fucking died. <laughs> and, and, it, and it, like, pretty early on, too. I was like, I don't need to heal. And, like, the first couple guys just killed the shit out of me. And I was like, oops, and it just went on to the next cutscene. And I was it, like, hey.
1: It felt like I died the first time, but I'm, like, watching back now and i had 64 hp and then someone hit me for only 34 at the end of the battle so i don't think i wonder if there's like a threshold of hp like if you get low enough it doesn't kill snow to give oh, game over but it but Proceeds uh, the thing, but I had to do this a couple well, we of times can... because of what happens after this. Um, okay. And I did at one oh, point. Okay. At, at, at the second time I did it, I think the same thing happened. I was like, "Oh, I guess you, this is just the, the never-ending hallway, like from Final Fantasy 7 where you eventually just have to like, you know, give up and like move on." Because um, I thought it was just going to be respawning enemies until the end of the battle, and then like that time, I was like, "Oh, okay, whatever. I'm not even going to try this time." I didn't even try. Yeah. And I ended up beating them all, and then got the same cutscene, and I was like, "Oh." well, damn, like, it doesn't (laughs) matter either way.
0: Well, if if there is a low HP threshold, I can tell
2: you that zero definitely is within it.
0: Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, now I'm curious if
2: the amount of Psycom you take out during this is... Added to the results later in this next battle, if that. Uh, maybe. If that if that is accrued or not.
1: Yeah, I wonder. This is definitely well, a weird battle
2: because you, Carl, were asking like, oh, why is the uh, why was the target time for like half an hour yeah. on this fight when I have Doom enabled? Yeah. But uh, it's like, oh, I wonder if this is because of the cycle.
0: Even thing, still, half you... an
1: hour is fucking ridiculously <laughs> long. Well, um, I,
0: I know that we've like uh, we talked about this a little bit with Zwanzig and on our own too figuring out the uh, the way everything is calculated together but we have seen times and levels be artificially inflated so that mm. the score comes out correctly because it doesn't seem like the battles have a score or a amount of like crystarium points that it wants to give you for each battle it's just fallout from the levels and the speed so my guess would be that they just made the levels of the enemies and the and the time such that you would get the right amount of points at the end is yeah. my guess hmm. Be- yeah because it's just a function of that
1: that's that's also what I was kind of thinking but at any rate um, This fight ends uh, whether you win or lose, and the next cutscene is the same, where it's Snow still squaring up against, like, seven or eight or ten dudes, um, and he kind of falls to his knees, and yeah. either
2: collapses because he's, like, worn down because you lost or worn down because his his, uh, brand
1: is glowing. (laughs) Because he's fighting Homer Simpson, and he didn't knock him down, and he exhausted himself, (laughs) so he just gets pushed over. Um, but as he falls, he's kind of like looking up and his brand starts to glow.
0: Yes.
1: And, uh, they're all kind of freaked out by that. They start backing off as they see this and
0: as well, they should (laughs) out
1: of it. Um, uh, um,
2: a
0: a bubble or like a
1: projection of a very final fantasy X looking like sphere that has a cool, like
2: runes and shit on sigil
1: inside of it and stuff. And it's kind of spinning and, and very cool looking. That's right. There's
2: an old uh, yet another alphabet in this world, I think. That is Oh my god, we get albed and something else. Yeah. There's a pulse alphabet, the cocoon alphabet, and the alphabet that is associated with the these creatures that we're getting introduced to. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So I'm actually going to look up this boss fight because a good idea. W- while I was able to like like I've played this game enough that I know how these fights work. Kind of, in the way I know how to beat them. Like, I know how what to do to be able to win, but why it actually ends up making you win, I still don't fucking know. So, like, I yeah. probably should look this up real quick and be like, why do I win this fight? Why do you lose this fight? I have no clue.
1: So as we get into talking about this boss fight, we should talk about this cut scene where as they're all kind of backing off away from Snow, as this weird glowing sphere is, like, emitting out of him, um... It like flashes open, and then we see uh, two two like female. uh, I I don't even know.
0: According to the the Wikipedia, we find twin sisters Steria and Nyx, who are ice elemental mechanical
1: women. They. They walked so that the po- the new Pokemon legendaries could run because they have fucking, like, wheels Motorcycle in their heads. hair. They, <laughs> they combine into... Well, I guess that's kind of spoilers when for we, later.
0: When we get to that, I am just going to let y'all take that part because I do not know how to go about so that. So this
1: was a... Um, this was a, a boss or a, an entity in this game that was kind of spoiled for me on Twitter, where someone was just tweeting about how much they love this particular uh, this character, I guess, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just explain them as like lesbian scissoring goddesses that uh, <laughs> turn into a motorcycle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which I mean, yeah, which is like all correct right
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, like that was like said in a very positive way none of that way. is indulgent yeah yeah like
0: yeah <laughs> parentheses positive support right yeah like, yeah, like
1: critical support, respectfully
2: <laughs> except for this battle fuck them doing
0: it. like yeah I this battle it.
1: sucks <laughs> i i do not like it this i kind of mm. love
2: the mechanical it looks almost like a large headdress but it is like made of like you know motorcycle parts. yeah a removable yeah, yeah.
1: motorcycle wheel that one of them uh takes off of their their head headpiece and throws Like a throws fucking bion- bionicle yeah yeah just throws this fucking bionicle at all of uh the cycom soldiers and just wipes them all out
2: yeah it doesn't yeah. even hit them it just like kills them all in like a big whirlwind yeah. attack
1: um, and then yeah, they're, I- <laughs> they're kind of standing in front of snow and he's just grabbing his brand like it's probably extremely painful to have this Come out of your hand, um, and he's oh, just yeah, like, sure, "Oh my yeah. god!" Like he's he's asking what we're all thinking. He says, "What is happening?" And they turn around and look at him, and then we see a shot of a character off in the distance, kind of overseeing this, which is <gasps> and real it's the cool.
0: character from. Leblanc bar in mm-hmm. the bottom flashback. Exactly, like, like eh. we
1: we don't know that for sure, but it, this character looks very similar to that. That was kind of what I was like. Oh yeah, I'm assuming that that's who it was because we talked about it then. Highly rendered character, yeah. probably an important character. This one yeah. looks very similar. Um, she's holding a staff, which is really cool, and she's got some soldiers in a different kind of outfit behind her, and one of whom... looks yeah. don't look
0: like Psycom. They, yeah, they don't look like... They're not Psycom. They're yeah. something else. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they're like Guardian Corps. Bucky
2: Barnes from uh, Winter Soldier is in there. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It looks like it. The, the, the second-in-command standing behind her.
1: Yeah, the second-in-command just looks like Laguna from Final Fantasy VIII because he's got <laughs> long black hair and a machine gun. He is the man with the machine gun in this game. <laughs>
2: but, yeah, we're thrown to a, uh, an introduction called Idolon Battle. Yeah. Or Eidolon, I guess, is what how they pronounce it. Yeah, I think Idolon. Eidolon. We've uh, established that in FF4. Eidolon. Eidolon. I All right. Eidolon. Um, but, yeah, one of them is uh, spinning her wheel, and the other one is just kind of sitting there judging Ooh. you. So the one
0: uh, Styria is just chilling for this whole battle. Styria does two moves. She only has two moves, shake and bake. No, uh, um, <laughs> her, the When the battle begins, she casts doom on snow. Mm-hmm. And so you're limited for the amount of time that you can be in this battle. And then she just constantly casts Kiraga
2: on snow for the rest of the battle.
1: I did not realize that until my third attempt that I was getting healed the whole time. I yep, was yeah. very confused by this battle.
2: But yeah, we start up and it says, This tutorial ex- explains how to fight the mighty beings known as Eidolans. Defeat them in combat, and their powers will become yours to com- command. Yeah. Why am I having a hard time saying that? <laughs> but be warned, attacking alone will not overcome them.
1: Which is cool. Yeah, and then you can view the tutorial or skip the tutorial. You can just skip the tutorial. It's self-explanatory. It's a Final Fantasy game. There's nothing yeah. at all difficult here. But now we have a Gestalt meter now to worry about. <laughs> yes. The classic yes. Gestalt meter that we all know gestalt, and
2: love. Gestalt,
0: Gestalt? Gestalt, I
1: mean, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Um,
0: Let's look it up. Time to look at how to pronounce that word.
1: Yeah. While you're looking that up, I'll say that uh, it, it, it just goes on to say, at the start of the battle um, against an Idolin, a time limit is imposed on you vi- via a doom counter. As you demonstrate your power to the Idolin, the Gestalt gauge will slowly fill. Attack the Idolin until this gauge is full, and then press uh, Square to claim victory. It's like a Poke battle. <laughs> so what you're basically
2: have to do is impress. These gods, yes, to show yeah. that you are worthy. It's basically the kind of the gist of these. Uh, this fight. you have to
1: simp harder than you've ever simped in your entire fucking life <laughs> to impress these e girls.
2: If you use Libra, you can kind of get a taste of like what they're looking for like, show, what, what, what are they into? Yeah.
1: How do you want, how are you gonna get which with them? it like tells you to do? Ruinous. <laughs> it says that you know, techniques can also be helpful to help you gain an edge against them, and um, you know, that there's certain moves that you might want to try and prioritize. Yeah, so, so like, it is, attacks are not the only way to charge the gauge. Um, defensive is, mm. roles may be effective against the Shiva sisters. Mm. So they're very much like, you know, Shiva or Shiva that we've talked about in countless other Final Fantasy games.
2: Are they called the Shiva sisters? Yeah. Here it says
1: yeah, against the, the Shiva the sisters. Shiva, yep. Yeah.
2: The Shiva sisters, Styria and Nyx. And uh, yeah, if you use, uh, let's see, Libra, let's see, sometimes it tells you what they're into oh. or what they want, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we know that until we use a Libra scope
1: or, or the well, Libra technique. Cause I, I use the Libra technique and I have an issue with this because okay. it does not tell you everything that you need to know. The, the way that the,
0: what does it say?
1: Let me get to that real quick. But like the way that the, the, the tutorial kind of showed it was like, Hey, this is what you want to use. Let me see if I can pull that up.
2: Um, I know the the uh, data log entry for them. I'm not sure if that's actually what the libra says, but it says yields to those who amass chain bonuses and yields to those who defend against and endure attacks. Yeah, I mean those that. That those are literally the way to do it in this fight.
1: Yeah. So it doesn't say all of that though. I think it just said chain bonuses when I when I looked at the um, oh, okay. the thing, and then the rest of them were question marks. And then after the fact,
3: oh. I looked
1: at their like data log thing and saw all of that, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like it told me like <laughs> use like defensive strats or whatever. So I was in in, in the solidarity paradigm and just yeah, doing that. Yeah. But like it didn't look like. I think just the pacing of this battle might be what I have a problem with, where. Um, I was like defending against some of the attacks, and it looked like the Gestalt meter was just not moving at all. But mm. that's kind of the technique that you want to use: is when certain attacks are being used, you want to defend against it, and it will increase. And then you want to also do chain yeah. bonuses, which I just started doing by doing auto chain in um, like the Ravenger uh, paradigm.
2: For me, I was able to get through it just by switching to Sentinel and uh, using Steel Guard the entire time. Oh really? Do so you just
1: use steel guard the entire time?
2: Yeah, that worked for
0: right.
1: me.
2: Yeah, I, I think on
0: normal. Oh well, you're, it yeah, work I think you're playing on easy before. mode,
1: right, Alex? Yeah. Uh,
2: okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you just try to guard the whole time on uh, the normal one, you will run out of time.
1: Yeah, because um, I was definitely struggling with this. But
0: yeah,
1: because uh, I was doing that, but it didn't really like show to me that I was doing the correct thing, even though I was. I think it's just yeah. the way that the gestalt meter works at the start of it. N-
0: Nyx has an attack called pirouette. Which is like a much more powerful attack that hits several times in succession and it does a lot of damage. And if you steel guard during pirouette, you'll see your gauge build up, but yeah. not during like normal attacks so much.
2: Yeah, I think, let's see, on easy mode at least, I uh, basically used steel guard the entire time and I think my doom counter was down to like 2000. Less than oh yeah, we should
1: probably talk about the doom counter as well. It's not like other games where there's just a giant 10 floating above your head that right. counts down. It
2: Because there's no turn, There's no turn cycle, so it actually is like a a counter Yeah. like going in real time. It's so like it's a
1: four-digit like, counter that's just going down.
2: Da, 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 it's like going down so like I think tenths of a second I feel like cuz you start with like I don't know 5000 or I think something it was like so. 2000.
0: I can't tell, but I feel like the last thousand goes a lot slower. And maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that, but I was like, I don't even know if these are like genuine seconds. Yeah, it is eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred? Okay. Um I could be wrong about that, but I always feel like I'm nowhere near halfway when I go below a thousand. But then like at like two hundred left, I'll end up winning.
1: Yeah, so when I used Libra, um the only thing that it had was yields to enemies who amass chain bonuses, and then all the rest were question marks. So I was like, okay. That is the, f-
0: that is the fastest way in this battle is to use Ravager and try to.
1: Yeah, I didn't see advantage. auto chain at first either, okay. so I, I didn't know what necessarily uh, was a chain attack, so I was just doing like attack, attack, attack over and over again, and I was like, I guess yeah. that's a chain attack. But yeah, like presentation wise, this fight's really cool.
2: Okay, the player does yeah. not need to use a guard ability to increase adjustle bar. One simply needs to be in the sentinel paradigm. Oh, interesting. So you can if, if if you stay in Sentinel, maybe that just like gives you a little bit of more of a bonus for being more defensive. Okay, maybe so, yeah. Because your defense stat is probably boosted. Yeah, it probably makes sense. Interesting.
1: Yeah, so this, uh, again, kind of just a fast... um, Luckily, the way that you retry battles in this is much better than we've seen in previous games. So the retry here wasn't too bad. You do go back to before you fight the Psycom soldiers, but that's a nothing fight. That's not really that big of a deal. And you can skip all the cutscenes. So it wasn't too bad getting back.
0: I want to point out one more hilarious thing about this fight. Sure. So to end the fight, you don't just fill the bar all the way up. You also then need to activate the, and I looked up the pronunciation, gestalt. uh, Gestalt. Gestalt. I guess the most important part is like the SH sound. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You have to to activate it, right? And Alex told me at the beginning of this uh, podcast that you can change the button layout in Final Fantasy XIII from keyboard to controller. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that you could do that, right? So every time I've played this game before on PC, it would be like, hit the Q button and I would look at like my controller and be like there is not a Q button on the controller so I'd have to, like, I'd be, I have like less than a second left to hit the button so I'd just be hitting all the buttons being like oh please be one of them and so this time I was like okay I'm ready so I switched it to controller and it said press the X button and was like, press the X button and it just attacked again and I was like no and then I remembered that oh it's the buttons for a Xbox controller, but it doesn't show the oh, PlayStation no. one, so it's actually square. But I got it. I got it in time. <laughs> I was fine. But <laughs> was the thing like, oh we always God.
1: complain about is come back to haunt you. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's just layers you have to go through here to if you're playing on a PS4 controller. Like E3, I
2: we need to come together and agree on where the X button is. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: 2022, damn it. The, the tyranny and the bullshit has gone on for too long. <laughs>
2: the EU will come together and uh, vote on this, yeah. just like they finally made Apple like. You know, go USB-C or something.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one attack is really funny because Snow is just kind of floating in the air and getting the shit kicked out of him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you still guard, you do stay on the ground during that. Yeah, that, that yeah. Is one different yeah. That's
2: what I did. It just turned into a big old crystal. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Shiva, Gestalt Mode
0: X. So, yeah, would you all like to explain that? Because I don't know how to go about explaining what
2: happens once you use Gestalt Mode with Shiva. Most replayed on this video. Is it the most (laughs) replayed? (laughs) I love that YouTube tells you that. Like, oh, yes, this is what everyone wants to see. (laughs) Um, Love this. But, yeah, they do, like, a kind of uh, magical girl transformation kind of, like, symmetrical uh, maneuvers. But, yeah, one of them puts their legs together, the other one spreads them, and they kind of come together, like, doing a kind of scissory thing.
1: Imagine two sets of scissors, dear listener.
2: <laughs> it's more like one sitting in the other's lap, with true, their, like, yeah, yes. straight yes.
1: <laughs> They're sisters. It's a lot. It's not sexual.
2: It's not the Scissor Sisters, the band. If you, yeah, if you think this is
1: if you think this is sexual, you're the weirdo, not me.
2: <laughs> and they were roommates.
1: And they were roommates. <laughs> no, but uh, so yeah, they they straight up turn into a fucking motorcycle and they Snow turn into jumps a onto motorcycle. Them. Yeah, he jumps so onto this motorcycle ridiculous. and has and like a cool guy out. pose like he's <laughs> fucking flexing dude
2: just like a donut and then just like yeah like holds his fist out just starts ridiculous. playing butt rock so <laughs> yeah he's like oh, i hope sarah doesn't see this. <laughs> yeah i'm just like damn
1: dude like your your fiance has only been a crystal for like 30 minutes and you're already hopping onto two women who have turned into a motorcycle come on dude <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, he just effectively has uh, been able to reenact the album cover for Judas Priest Painkiller. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: That's good. He doesn't have any post Just Clarity. But yeah, what was
1: uh, your score? I think I think <laughs> I think everyone's score was 5 stars because I cannot imagine a world yeah. At all. This is target
2: time for me was like twenty three minutes and forty nine seconds. But as you said, like I think That's this is int- the Why the is the math. target time different? My yeah, target what, time was different than yours.
1: Yeah, my target time is twenty eight twenty
2: two. So is mine. Okay. So it must be, as you said, Curtis, it might be like whatever your duration was. They'll just subtract it. Maybe. I'm not, I don't or know. Do, or does some math. I don't know. Yeah. It's what was
1: eight eight your percent. battle duration, Curtis?
2: Uh, two minutes, 46 seconds.
1: Yeah. Mine was two minutes and 41 seconds. Ooh. Let's two go. Two minutes, 26.
2: Ooh. Let's Damn. go. Well, again, I'm in easy mode. Well, whatever. I keep seeing this as estrogen points, but it's <laughs> estrogen
0: points. <laughs> yeah. Not in America. They don't subsidize estrogen points.
1: Yeah. Fucking cowards. To those out of pocket
2: cowards yeah uh spoils shiva idolith yeah Idolith. I like
1: how you said spoils and I thought you were saying like oh spoiler alert we get the shiva uh, uh, idolins and I was just like I mean that just literally is the next thing that <laughs> and I was like oh right no it's literally it comes as a spoil from the battle
2: yeah and then idoleth. Which is, I guess that means we have a rune that contains Shiva. I, so, yeah. I don't think that's what that yeah. means. An it goes
1: into his necklace that he got, his engagement necklace, <laughs> which is even more fucked up.
2: <laughs> ATB level up. Yes. I was going to say he gets a very
0: good spoil. ATB level up. So does that mean he gets four? He gets oh, yes. Four yeah. ATB. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Wild. Very cool.
1: I was like, I didn't know they could do that.
0: <laughs> 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 this that game was very has exciting. And the thing is. I don't think I have to I have to check but I don't think the um the bar gets longer or if it does it's only a little bit.
1: They just uh, but probably it actually chops
0: it up into more sections. Yeah, so you yeah, get more attacks for the uh, same amount of time.
1: <laughs> it's not like the magic nice. meter in Ocarina of Time where it just gets twice as long.
0: Yeah. yeah. I have, I have to check that though to be honest. Like don't don't take my word for that. I uh, probably uh, I Speaking
1: of the post-gestalt uh, clarity, the next cutscene is him just <laughs> screaming and what we would assume is pain but maybe not and his his oh it's the do not fat it's literally meme. the do not fat meme where he's holding his hand and it's like oh <laughs> like, <laughs> i saw it and i just That's couldn't amazing. help but fucking crack up um but yeah he kind of collapses and then we have um that character whose name we don't know yet uh walking up and we get a little bit of a better look at her
2: She's wearing fur as well and also has a Kiwi accent. So maybe she knows Vanilla. Yeah,
1: a Kiwi accent.
2: Um, she has a really cool, like, uh, spear. She's got, like, open toed means...
1: boots. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is, like, probably a real thing in real so life. There
2: are, f- there are feet in this
0: game. Feet Worry in not. this
1: game, Nomura, you fucking sicko. We know you what you're fucking up to.
2: genius. <laughs> Her fucking spear looks like a Hades spear from, uh, from Hades. Oh, nice. Yo, it looks like she could. Snip your neck off with that, like,
1: yeah, just it, it looks very cool.
2: It's like the little pruning shears, it, it yes. looks like pruning shears, yeah, on uh, the end of his the snip apples from uh from trees, but uh, yeah, she points her right at him and says, Uh, the twin sisters, I
0: gotta hand it to you for taking them down, but don't gloat just yet. Might come a time you
1: wish you'd let them end it and made things easy,
2: yeah. And uh, Snow is like more of you. I think he's like... Th- he's kind of out of it. He's I like think exhausted he thinks, from fighting.
1: He thinks that... He thinks they're more psychom.
2: Yeah. yeah. So he's a little confused at who, on what's, uh, to what alignment this person is. Which is like entirely
0: understandable. There's been only one group of military people in the entire
2: game, and it is Psycom. Only people want to kick their yeah. ass it's psychom.
1: And we we get a better look at the, um, the Laguna stand-in in this game, and he just straight up looks like... What's his name? Sebastian... I forget his last name, but they do to plays Winter Soldier and Bucky Barnes.
2: That's what Alex said. Yeah, 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 yeah. It literally looks like Sebastian Stan yep. from Winter Soldier, yeah. but yeah, a little more sci-fi looking. Yeah. that's awesome. There's more of them. Yeah, these other soldiers to their, well, to their left are right. Um, yeah, they are not sci but they have like this kind of cool, almost uh, I don't know. They almost look like they have like a behemoth-inspired helmet shape because they have like the two kind of tendrils sticking out the back or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Or maybe even like Chocobo. Who knows? Yeah, they're really. But cool. she.
0: Uh, She kneels down in front of Snow and says, if you want to keep breathing, shut up and come quiet. Yeah. And then she just gives him a
2: fucking karate chop to the side of the head and knocks him out. Yeah. It's a very, like, gentle and, like, methodical looks like it's very controlled because it doesn't really make a noise it's yeah, it's, it's, very like, yeah. Out, it's very like it's very
1: smooth and I was thinking that I'm like oh that was a little anticlimactic then uh, my friend of the friend of the pod uh, Zio was like oh no she just did what Vegeta does to future trunks when <laughs> I think it's uh, during the Majin Buu saga it just knocks him mm-hmm, out to go mm-hmm. and, uh, or I guess it wasn't future trunks. it doesn't matter uh, Vegeta karate chop <laughs> trunks is the same thing
0: <laughs> I remember that yeah but, uh, it's like this other thing. But he's he's out for just a moment, just long enough. Because the scene is still essentially the same scene. But there's a... Well, a, we don't
2: know how long it's been, but we, yeah. we as Snow, I guess, come to. And uh, ships are landing. We see a giant crystal mass being moved by some of those watch drones. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. escorted around. And we realize that that is Sarah, right? They've
0: dug Sarah out of the uh, yeah. crystal and they're, they're putting her on this ship. They have and, done uh, the
1: unthinkable and they have used appropriate tools for the job
0: yeah and so snow's having a little yeah yeah yeah. right Snow's <laughs> having a small freak out. He's like oh my god sarah and he tries to like kind of get away from these soldiers
2: and uh yeah they're just kind of holding him up like he's just had a rough night out which he probably has he's been
0: yeah with their
1: weekend of him. he's
2: been busy <laughs> <laughs> but that uh that
0: woman she basically gets in front of him and is like stand down and she yeah, kind of they're like, they're
1: like pointing guns at him and shit
0: Mm -hmm. And she points to, she like uses her thumb to point to the ship, like put him on board, like take him over here. And uh, he says, why are you helping them? And she goes, if I were you, I'd worry about myself. (laughs) And they like
2: start to escort him on board. But as that's happening, uh, he gets a glance at her tattoo on her arm which yeah, looks a lot like a brand.
1: It looks very similar to the uh, the Lassie brand, but it's all white. And in not in like a... It's almost like it's bleached or something like that. Oh, you're yeah. right, you're right. Or just like scar tissue almost. like. But yeah, that's why he's meant by you too. Like,
2: oh, you're a Lassie too. Why are you helping me? Oh, now? yeah, okay. I think he means like, why are you helping Psycom? They're trying to like destroy
0: all of us you know i didn't even notice that you're absolutely right he looks at her like she has like a white Lassie brand and says that yeah i
1: think i'm pretty sure in the data log um we also can can read about that as well because i didn't notice it at first at all but she does have another um another tattoo on her other arm like a kind of a tribal tattoo um yeah so then it looks
2: like it's like jack's tattoo (laughs)
1: yeah 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 um but when i was reading the data log it said that i think they used the phrase like deformed Lassie brand or something Mm. um
2: It's like a mutation or something.
1: Yeah, something along those lines. And I was just like, oh, maybe that cooler tribal one is what they meant. And then I was like, oh, no, I see it exactly right there.
2: Everyone else's brand has a very clean black um, on nothing, basically. But this looks almost like it's been almost like bleached and her skin is bleeding outwards. Like it looks kind of a little bit like deformed or unfocused. I mean, it looks like, you know, like toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs)
1: crusted on toothpaste um yeah she's also wearing a necklace that has like a little like crystal that has a like a sphere almost like a little saturn planet like a a sterling silver saturn planet (laughs) underneath it and some uh some cool like crystal kind of earrings as well or like horn earrings has a lot of good fashion real good fashion
3: yeah
2: but i like i like her she's like she's very intense but also very like gentle uh Complexion to
0: her. Yeah,
1: yeah. She seems very, very cool. I'm I'm excited to find out more about this character.
0: Not a real Aussie, I should say. Oh <laughs> damn, dude.
1: We gotta cancel Final Fantasy thirteen I mean? <laughs> for their poor casting decisions. Vanille voice actor is yeah based. But not f-
0: goodness. Oh can't believe is it. That her name? Spoiler. <laughs> Bleep oh, it sorry. out, Alex. Oops.
1: <laughs> I honestly don't even remember if it said her name in the uh in the data logs. <laughs> okay, yeah it doesn't matter? <laughs> Hold on, did we get a save point right here? No, I think it just goes right into a cut scene. But um,
2: yeah, do we want to do this one? I think let's call it there. I think that's a good yeah, place to call it. I think so too, because we got a lot to unpack in this next. Oh my gosh, uh, yeah, it's like a
1: cool scene coming up.
2: Once so w- w- we uh, catch up with the other, the rest of the team.
0: So we'll go ahead and call it right there, and the next episode is going to be kind of weird because. There's a lot to get through before we get to play again, so I guess what we'll do is kind of like do the next couple scenes, and then we'll go a ways into the next area, like a little while into it, get some because yeah. there's a lot of scenes in the next area. The next, um this next chapter is pretty long, like it's a pretty long chapter. A lot of stuff happens during it, um, and there's a lot of like, well, I mean, just like this one, there's a lot of different viewpoints and different groups that we kind of follow, and
2: flashes to other places while we're doing it so it's kind of right there's uh, the,
1: the data logs are starting to stack up.
2: yeah 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 right, right i remember watching carl wrap up his stream like all right let's see what we collected in the data log and there's was like oh geez it was like 40 <laughs> extra minutes
1: i was like oh my god dude i was oh, like i'm gosh, not gonna read all dude. of these but then i was like but i kind of want to read all of these this is really cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, it, Good so it's hard to say like, if you're playing along with us exactly where to stop next time, because I don't know how long it will take to do any of it. So I would just say, you know, play a ways through the next section. Play the whole next section and then, you know, take a week off playing it and let us just do two episodes on it. It'll be fine.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you, you know how we are. We're going to fucking talk about some dumb shit for like 15 minutes in like I'd the next cutscene, scene and then not have enough time to talk <laughs> about the area or
0: something. When I tried to make, like, the episodes for this, like, mm-hmm. when I started playing it before we started recording, and I was like, okay, I'll play a ways into it and kind of plot out where each episode could be, I actually tried to be generous and be like, <laughs> I will give us plenty of time to talk about each thing. Like, I'll cut each chapter into, like, two or three
2: parts, and we're still going slower.
1: You, you give us an inch <laughs> which is and we'll fine. take a, a yard, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right.
2: I mean, A lot of this, like, chapter I had to kind of remember because there's just it is there's so much, yeah. It, so it was a lot of stuff, and a lot of stuff to just
0: a lot I mean, of tutorials as to well. To
1: like, this is kind of just a big info dump in like a technical techniques, techniques mechanics, Eidolans,
2: yeah. Gestalt. See, I'm glad we did not try to smush all of Brescia into one, uh, episode. Yeah, it, yeah, it would have been yeah. way too much. A lot of tech, yeah, and a lot of story,
1: yeah, but cool. So, uh, we'll we'll leave it there until next time. Alrighty. Alex, do you want to uh, chop us in the neck very gently and ah. lovingly?
2: Lovingly. A nice ginger, a ginger neck snap. Yeah, Ch- ginger neck snap. Um, Yeah, you guys got anything going on? Nope.
1: No, I think uh, depending on when this episode uh, comes out, soon. Oh. I think the 19th. Um, yeah, so I think uh, coming up pretty soon at the end of the month, I will be doing a, either virtual or maybe in person, I'm not really sure yet, I'll be doing a lifting meet, like a weightlifting meet uh, for a friend's oh, right. you mentioned that last 40th episode. birthday, so. Um, nice. Sounds great. Shout
0: outs to MIG. Actually, there is something going on, but it's not my thing necessarily. But, on the 26th, just a reminder that the Final Fantasy Relay Race will be starting. Oh yeah. Um... So I've played in it before. I've commented. I'm not doing anything like that this time, but I surely will be dicking around in the Discord on like the Discord voice channel all weekend. So come hang out and watch the Final Fantasy Relay. They're going to play all 15 main games. Well, I guess with the exception of like 14 and 11. And Stranger of Paradise and Chocobo GP and some other stuff going in there too. It's going to be a great time. Um, I'm hoping for... Uh, not Team Tonberry. I'm never on Team Tonberry. I'm always on Team Moogle, so I'm hoping a Team Moogle win this year.
2: Let's fucking Moog. <laughs> Let's Moog. Let's Moogsy. Let's Moogsy. Uh, thank you to Masashihama Uzu. Uh, we looked up the uh, the track we were talking about. And I think it's.
1: Uh, it was called a, an area that's uh, going to be later on. Later up. Yeah.
2: area. But it's called the Gapper Whitewood. It's, it's lovely. Good luck. It's it
1: real up. nice. It's beautiful. Uh,
2: you can leave us a review and rate us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts at your local dispensary if they're legal in your state. Uh-huh. Uh, you can call us or text us at 530Materia. And you can find us at every FNFF on Twitter, Instagram. Join our Discord. And just because they share the neighborhood with a podcaster, they get treated like pod-tainted rats. (laughs) As they should. Yeah, I was going (laughs)
0: to (laughs) say.
1: Goodbye. See you, everyone.